Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 We're teased again. We'll explain that in a minute. But right now, it's time to say, I know you got an extra hour of sleep. Wake up. Wake up, America. It's that time. Yes, it's Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian. No, he's the man. Yes, he is. I'm Andy Furman. Together, we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate quote now for the best time of the week for everybody. Yes, it is. My friend, my my partner, the brains of the outfit. Yes, he is truly the hardest working man in show business today. Well rested, I'm sure. The one and only Brian No. Hello, B. How are you? Smells like ball. I'm great, Andy Furman. Huge day of ball. It's a sexy schedule here in the NFL. A lot of good games, so I'm fired up about it. And you know the it's main great. reason I'm fired up. I would no. think. What you is know? the main reason? Do you know no, in don't. the NFL? I... What do you think uh, is the main oh, reason? Oh, two a time. Two a time. Of course. Right, baby. We of got Tua's debut today. I can't wait can't to talk wait about that. that with you. I really can't. I mean, you know, it's kind of like must-watch TV. There's always an underlining storyline to watch an NFL game besides the, wet, the the betting aspect, the fantasy football aspect. But there's always a storyline. When you think about that, another sport, you don't get that. You know, I don't know if it's the sports problem or the sport itself or the games. It's just there's so many underlying stories in football that you have to watch the games to find out the story within the game. It's great. We don't get storylines in basketball? Doesn't happen? Eh, not as much. Not really as much. And baseball, none. I mean, really. Think about that. What basic storyline do you get in baseball? Let's not even go there. Forget it. Don't answer. Don't answer. I don't want to talk about it. Don't answer. Two things you don't talk about. Cincinnati sports and baseball. Forget it. Right? <laughs> it's I'm just this. you comparing the NFL. It, it happens like clockwork. I mean, you look at the NFL. I mean, nobody has what the – that's how you get down, Andy Furman. And you, you caught yourself. You were like, you know what? 
I know where I'm driving us, and it's off a cliff. So I'm no going to get back between the lines here. I like that. That was okay, good. Let's talk, let's talk about Clemson right now because th- there's a lot of underlining stories right here. Look, they were trailing Boston College yesterday. It was a 28-10, I believe it was. They finally beat him 34-28. But the little asterisk there, Trevor Lawrence didn't play. He was isolated at home. Now, the biggest story is he's not going to play Next week against Notre Dame. And if you don't believe me, if you don't believe me, listen to his coach, Dabo Sweeney. He even tells you. Listen, Dabo. Coach? Are you there, coach? Trevor will not be able to play. Just want to go ahead and get that out there. You know, he's doing great. You know, he Zoomed with the team last night, talked to him this morning. He's, he, he feels like he could play today. So he's, he's doing well. But obviously, we have, there's a protocol in place. And so it, it's, he will be out in time to play, but then you have the cardiac part of it that you have to kind of ramp back up. And even if he feels great and could probably go play, he's not allowed to do that simply because of the protocol that's in place. And that's, that's put in place to, to make sure that he can return to play safely. And all I have to say about that is that stinks. And I know you're a big Notre Dame fan, although I know also in your heart of hearts you'd rather see him play because if Notre Dame wins, there's always going to be that little what if. Well, yeah. You want to see him play the best. Yeah, I don't like that he's out as a Notre Dame Uber fan. I bleed Notre Dame football. I'm from South Bend. I grew up on it, you know. So Notre Dame's in a tough spot, really. If they beat Clemson, it's eye roll. Well, it wasn't with Trevor Lawrence. And if they lose to Clemson without Trevor Lawrence, that's even worse. It's like, man, you guys are really a couple of notches below Clemson, as it turns out. So that's a rough spot. And it's bad for college football. It's not just a Notre Dame thing. Also, Clemson, right? Like, if they lose this game, think about the ACC. There aren't divisions this year because of COVID and the weirdness of it. It's just the top two teams in the ACC face off in the championship game. So what if it's Notre Dame-Miami? Like, and Clemson doesn't win the ACC. They're not even in their conference championship game. They might not be a playoff team, right? It's so terrible. it's a huge, a lot of ramifications with this game coming up next week. And also, there's the question mark like what may happen between now and next week with other players. I hate to say that, and I'll tell you something else. There's another factor way down the line. This Heisman Trophy watch. What does that do for Trevor Lawrence, who basically was the front runner all the way back, maybe through the summer? Now I guess Justin Fields will overtake him just because Justin's playing and Trevor's not. It's possible. You look at the Notre Dame game in terms of the national appeal, and we always talk about Heisman moments, quote-unquote, right? That could have been the Heisman clincher for Trevor Lawrence, and he's not going to be on the field, sadly. So, yeah, it definitely opens the door up more so for Justin Fields and some other of the top players in college football. I don't know that Justin Fields overtakes Trevor Lawrence, but as far as the Heisman race, it certainly helps Fields. So it just stinks. I hate that this is the case. I hate but it. Yeah, I hate it. I they're really taking do. extra precautions. We get it. I, COVID is to be taken seriously. I think if you compare the ACC pro, ACC's protocols to the Big Tens, man, when you are shut down for a minimum of 21 days, if you contract COVID, I think that's over the top. If you compare it to the ACC, it's 10 days, and there are some other bells and whistles, right? It's a little bit beyond just 10 days, as we're seeing with Trevor Lawrence. But it's not 21 days minimal. I think that's over the top with the Big Ten. I understand they're being cautious, but I think you can do all of the myocarditis tests and the 
quarantining and all. You can do that in a shorter time span. 21 days at a minimum, I think, is overkill. I think that's I'm with over you the right top. There. Why, why does the ACC protocol compare their protocol to Major League Baseball? Think about that. Ask Justin Turner about that. Huh? What kind of well, protocol it's is that? night and day. It's completely different. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, it, that was crazy. But again, no baseball. Put it in the, I don't want to go off the cliff. <laughs> Steer me straight on. No, no, no. Like, like, you can talk football. baseball. Just don't do the... The NFL has storylines baseball doesn't angle. You know what I mean? That's like the comparison thing drives me crazy. You can talk baseball. That's fine. But the comparison thing, I want to walk over to Kentucky and like throw you in the Steiner recliner. You know what I mean? Right. Well, you talk about Justin Turner. I mean, uh, just uh, Justin Fields now. He had a pretty big game yesterday, too. Now, Penn State, they're finished. I mean, and I, I can't believe just James Franklin. I mean, let, let me talk about college coach, coaches in general. They, they spend time and time. They're in their office from like 6 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day. And you're going to tell me after the first possession of the game, he's going for it on fourth and two in his own in his own territory? I mean, come on. Who, who, who does that? It's a panic move. I mean, Ohio State started the game with three plays, like 75, 80-yard touchdown drive. They let 7 nothing. Penn State gets the ball back, and they have fourth and two in their own turf, and they go for it? I mean, come on. That's a panic move, don't you think? No, I disagree. I think when Uh, you're playing against a team that's like Ohio State, you're going to have to gamble. I think you you can't be conventional. Now, granted, sometimes gambling backfires, just like real life, (laughs) right? But I do think that you have to be – I'd rather you go down aggressively than go down passively. I'm with you, but not that early in the game. I'm with you. Going for the two-point conversion at the end of the game, things like that. That I get. Going for, you know, fourth and one, you know, in your own territory at the end of the game. Yeah, not at that point in time in the first quarter. Doesn't make any sense. It really didn't. To me, it didn't. Yeah, I I don't know that it made that big of a difference. I just think Ohio State is the better better team. team. Let's not forget Penn State lost to Indiana last week, you know? Right. So I don't know that that decision got them off track and – they had no chance from that point on. I'm not saying you're saying that. I'm just saying that I would rather that you are more aggressive. If something backfires, I would rather it backfired like, oh, I don't know, fourth and inches. Let's settle for three points here. Let's get on the board. You know, that type of stuff. I think you got to let it hang out against a team that's better than you. Right. Well, I will tell you this much. If, you, if you're a little cold... Uh, ask Jim Harbaugh if you could borrow his chair because oh, it's a little hot right now. Jim Harbaugh right now is one in six at home, coach of Michigan right now, against Michigan State and Ohio State. If you don't think the hot seat is getting warmer and warmer for him at Michigan, you're crazy. And I know he's a favorite son, but still in all, you got to win. You got to win. And I think that's when it really started happening a couple of years ago was when Michigan had Sparty beaten. And Michigan was going to punt the football. And the punter dropped the ball and turned out to be a Michigan State touchdown. It was just a colossally awful way to lose a football game. They had it. Michigan had the game won. And something that you never see, you saw with the punter botching everything. I really think that's when the rails started to come off the tracks for Michigan because then it became a thing. It became a mental thing against top teams where, oh my gosh, here we go again. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see Michigan. We talk about this all the time, Andy. I always say that confidence is sustainable. Momentum isn't. You lose momentum during a game a lot 
whether you're a top team, like the other team scores a touchdown, the other team scores a couple of runs, whatever. Basketball, you go on a run. You can't maintain momentum the whole time, but you can maintain right. your confidence. And that's something that Michigan hasn't shown in bigger games. They just don't seem like a confident team because they aren't. And I'll tell you something. I, I honestly thought Michigan was a better team. I really did. I mean, just stupid mistakes. And I'm, I feel bad for Jim Harbaugh. I, I don't know what he could do right now. I mean, losing to Michigan State like that, which basically was the first. I mean, really, when you talk about it, the first win for the new Michigan State coach. I mean, to me, it just didn't make any sense. That's a, that's a big game. You can, if you're a coach with rival schools, you got to win the rivalries. That That's big for the alums. And that's going to put you on the hot seat. And he can't win against Ohio State. And now he can't win again home against Michigan State. I know it. It's... Uh... Gosh, and shout out Mel Tucker, his first win at Michigan yeah. State, and that's great. But um, yeah, when you can't beat Ohio State Ooh. and you're Michigan and you're Jim Harbaugh, losing to Sparty on top of that, oh man, it's just. I think that's what did wounds. Earl Bruce. That's what did Earl Bruce in basically at Ohio State. Couldn't couldn't beat Michigan. Couldn't do you it. You got to be able to beat your rival. You have to. You cannot right. get stomped. And not only has Michigan not beaten Ohio State, they have gotten their teeth kicked in. A handful of times, right? You remember the game a couple of years ago where it was just crossing routes. It's like the Ohio State's just running crossing routes and they're scoring 60-some points, you know? They've gotten rolled in those games at times. So it just gets worse, worse and worse. You think about the one close game that Michigan had against Ohio State. Remember the JT Barrett? Did he get the first down? Did he not get the first down at the shoe? So it just has not bounced Jim Harbaugh's way. The Michigan State loss a couple of years ago, that Ohio State loss with the measurement, was it correct or not? It has been brutal. It's either been blowouts or heartbreakers for Jim Harbaugh against rivals. I want to say one thing about Ohio State, and maybe this is just a a blanket statement, and maybe I'm way off base here, but there are certain schools that when they change coaches, they go in different directions, good, bad, or indifferent. For Ohio State... They've managed to stay the course no matter who coaches that team. They're always a powerhouse. They really are, which which blows me away. Look at Texas. I mean, Texas is going up and down. They had a good win yesterday, but still, they're basically going nowhere. With a 3-2 record, they still have a chance to win the Big 12, but that's a joke anyway. But still in all, Texas was a dominant team. They go down. Oklahoma's another team that somewhat, somewhat stayed the course over the years. But other than that, I, I can't put my finger on a team that has really stayed the course. Look at Tennessee. They were a power. Johnny Majors way back in the day. What happened to Tennessee? Think about that. So who's the power now? I'm not saying power. To Ohio State has stayed the course no matter well, yeah, who coaches they, yeah, the team. Yeah, they've been very strong for a while now. Well, I mean, look, Alabama under Saban has been fantastic for but a while But they had some now. problems before Saban. I don't know what you when want Shula in terms coached. of sustained success. Like, Yeah, they were a disaster well before Saban. But right. who's the college team that has just maintained and not fallen off ever? I say, Well, I have to say maybe Ohio State. Ever? I don't know the last time they had a really bad year. Ohio State. I mean, think about it. I mean, I don't know. You tell me. What what, what team has not stayed has stayed the course over I time? Mean, you have way more teams. Look at Notre Dame, just a powerhouse national championships and you know, we're talking the sixties and stuff like that, yeah. right? It's been since eighty eight. The Dodgers just won a World Series. Well, we can talk baseball. Years. Can't know we baseball. can talk about baseball. It's just you know, oh. it's certain topics that are off limits. But right. Notre Dame hasn't won since nineteen eighty eight. They've had some lean years during that cold spell, right? You're right. 
Right, no, More I'm teams. That, look at Miami. Miami fell off. They were dominant for a long time, and they fell completely off. Nebraska. I could right. go on and, and on and about teams saying, because, that have fallen co- off. because of coaching changes. That's what I'm saying. That, that was my point. I mean, sometimes a team just manages to stay the course, no matter who coaches them. And Ohio State has managed to stay on track, no matter who coaches them. Where Miami, different coaches, they go up and down like a roller coaster. That's. that's I mean, coaching really does make a difference, I guess, because even Texas, they were dominant. Then what happened? You know, it just yeah. Even under John Cooper, they hadn't fallen off. They had a hard time beating Michigan, which is what ultimately did them in. But they didn't have years where it's just like you know. Three win right. years, four win years. They were winning eight games at a minimum consistently. They had a six and six year toward the end with John Cooper, but I mean, yeah, they've been very consistent for a long time. Shout out Buckeyes. Well, according to Vinny Vinay, last losing season for the Buckeyes of Ohio yeah. State, twenty eleven under interim coach seven, yeah. Luke Fickle, who now is undefeated five zero at Cincinnati. And I read something yeah, the other day. I think Memphis. I know in USA Today he's a candidate for Coach of the Year. They're ranked seventh in the country. Did you cut it out and put it on your wall like everybody else in that area? No, no, no I'm not that. <laughs> no. I don't have my bear cap pajamas. I don't do that. All right, he's Brian. No, I'm a Hindi Furman. We're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, and the lineup, as always, second to none. I mean, really, others try to emulate our show, but they can't. They can't. I mean, and it's flattering. It really is, but they just can't do it. Really, you could get us on Twitter at the No Show. At Andy Furman, FSR, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Chris P., the amazing Chris P., and Bronx Talk Radio at the end of this hour. Hour two, bottom barrel betting. There you go. Say that three times fast. And hour number three, my guy, Brian No and No's Picks. But right now, for this team, for this team, it's now or never. And it's next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare Z- 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. No one is safe. We'll explain that in just about a minute. He is Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. We call this Fox Football Sunday right here on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, it's 623 on the East Coast. 623 on the East Coast, yes. Fall back. You move the clock back an hour, getting sleep for an hour on this November the 1st. Hey, B, we got some tweets, and I can't believe it. I'm, I'm, I'm sick and tired of this guy taking shots, pot shots at me, Justin saying, come on to me, grow some hang-me-downs and stop feeling bad for the overrated, overpaid Harbaugh. This is unlike you. I'm not feeling bad for the guy. I said he's on the hot seat. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do, smack him around a little bit? He feels bad enough. So come on, Justin, back off a little bit. Just back off. And I got some hangy-downs. You want to see him? I'll show him to you. Wow, All wow. Right? We're getting off the track. We're getting right, off yeah, the rails okay. over here. No, this move is crazy. That's, that's back. a threat by you. Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. Is, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I got a little crazy. Now, Stuart West on Twitter says, LSU has won at least eight games a year for the last 20 years, which isn't bad, which isn't bad, okay? Uh, all right. Yeah, uh, I, and they have one title, you right. know? Okay. You're right. I, I Look, I'm talking about winning and having dominance while you're winning. Anybody could win. You, you could be like, you know, you know, uh, eight and four for like 35 years and not win a thing, right? Doesn't mean anything. All right. Three coaches, three national championships. This year's the exception. It certainly is. Man, right. they are brutal this year. Oh. 48 to 11, they lost to yes, Auburn Lord. yesterday. Good yes, Lord. That was, that was a title team last year. They were outrushed in that game 206 to 32. 206 oh. to 32. Come wow. on. Not good. Yeah. Not well, good. and look, man, I get it. you're down. You got to throw the ball. That's okay, but uh, it's just been a disaster collectively for LSU this year. And for and an excuse, I know they lost a lot of talent, Andy. Obviously, they lost it. a lot of talent to the NFL, and they had a lot of opt-outs. So that does Alabama. Help. But come on, man. To lose 48-11, to 11, to lose to Mississippi State. Look at Mississippi State after the first game of the year. What about Mississippi yesterday? State got shut out last night against Alabama. They've been brutal. They scored two points in one of their ball games. They had, man, you talk about opt-outs. The transfer portal is just filled with Mississippi State players. It is bad right now for Mike yeah. Leach in that situation. Sure. And that team about? beat LSU yeah. also. So talk, it's, it's been bad for Ed Orgeron, man. Bad this year. Well, you mentioned opt-outs. I'm glad you mentioned that because you talk about the New England Patriots at the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills, your team to win that division this year. And you know what? I, I think you may be onto something now because this New England Patriots team is terrible. It's a must game. They've had now their first three-game losing streak in 286 games. And I think it's sad to some extent, even if you're not a Patriots fan, the end of an era. The end no. of an era, this basically is. You're not no. sad. I'm a little, I'm a little gushy. No, I'm not a little at gushy all. on this. I don't know what it is. Are you watching more chick flicks these days? No. Andy? What is no, it? No, 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 no. I, look, there's a team I root for. Look, when the Dolphins lose, you're a little upset a little bit. When Notre Dame loses, I'm a, a little. big fan of Bill Belichick. Yeah, a little bit, yes. There's just just a slightly, huh? Just right. Perturbed. I'm not angry. I'm just like a slightly perturbed. No, I'm. I hate when Notre Dame loses. You kidding me? Hate it. All right. I don't hate when the Patriots lose. I'm a little down because I love Bill Belichick. I consider him a friend. 
you know, and I want I don't want to see him lose. I know he's going through living hell, but it's not all his fault. It really Listen and Stefan Gil- I just need to get the piano music in the background. Oh, stop here. it. Oh, please. <laughs> stop it already. But let, I let me see if I can grab today. it real quick over here. Like uh oh. okay, let's see. Here we go. Where's Sappy piano. Oh, stop that's it good. now. Stop keep it. That, uh, keep that going, Chris. I like it. And let me throw You know, some... I'm going to break that piano and violin over your head. All Ooh, right. There we go. There's some. Go ahead. Continue about the Patriots and Bill no, Belichick. Well, I'm going to talk about the Bills for a second. You know, I mean, there is a no, little no, bit. No, no, no. Of... That's not it. That's not... The Sappy piano music is for Bill Belichick and your heartbreaking for the Patriots. I feel bad for the team. I feel bad for him. He's a winner. He's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> and he shouldn't go through this living hell. He got a lot of opt outs. Stefan Gilmore's not going to play today. Uh, and what are you going to do? And now he's crying. The one thing I don't get is the crying about the salary cap. Yeah, I get it, okay? But still, every team's got a salary cap. You, you know what the problem is? Your problem is Cam Newton. That's your problem. And now the excuses have come out that, well, it's post-COVID. Stop it! Stop it! Now, now, now that, now that the, the excuse makers are coming out saying the problem is post-COVID-19. He doesn't have his full strength. No, no. He's not good anymore. He's not good. That's See, it. Now you found him. You found your... Your guts over here, Andy. He's not good. This, Julian this is the gruff not play. kind of get off my lawn, and I mean that affectionately at times. I don't think that's always a diss, you know? All right. It's kind of like right. game manager. Sometimes being a game manager is exactly what you need. It's a good thing. So I think get off my lawn, there's some goodness when it comes to that. You got to get some venom every now and then. You got some venom back here. He's not good. You got good. your starch back. Don't, don't give me the COVID-19. He was just as bad before COVID. Two touchdowns, seven INTs, making bad decisions. That's what he is. But I went, there's a ray of sunshine here, maybe for the Patriots. The, the Buffalo Bills did not score a touchdown at all last week when they beat the Jets 18-10. They won on six field goals. So maybe, and, and really Buffalo, offensively, you could say they have not topped 18 points since they've been 4-0. So maybe the offense is wavering a little bit in Buffalo, but still they're good enough to beat the Patriots today. They haven't topped 18 points since they were 4-0. and Right. Right. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm stretching. <laughs> I know it's a stretch. I know. What else can I do? Yeah. Um, all right. I, the Bills are just a better football team. Bottom line. Right. And you look at the Patriots, not only is Cam Newton stinking it up to the high heavens. Ugh. He is the Sultan of Stink right now, Cam Newton. No Julian Edelman today, and no Stephon Gilmore. So the poor get poorer. Been a lot of opt-outs over there in New England. The talent is down, but it isn't just at the basement level where you would say Cam has no chance whatsoever to be halfway successful. He'd be the first to tell you, and to his credit, he has. He's like, I'm just not getting it done. I got to pick my play up right. or I'm going to get benched permanently. He's owned it, and I appreciate that. But the only thing that matters is getting it done on game day. And he's the first to tell you, and he's right, that his play has been completely unsatisfactory. He's got two picks, I mean, two touchdowns, like you said, Andy, and seven interceptions. This isn't the Joe Namath 1960s (laughs) anymore. You can't throw more interceptions than touchdowns with the rules being set up the way they are in today's NFL, and that's what Cam has. That is completely unacceptable. Look at the Niners. They got injuries all over the place. Right. Cam threw for 98 yards and three picks and got benched for stid. That can't happen. So, no, he has not gotten the job done, not even And close. I tell you why you had the crying towel and the whole orchestra playing for me prior to this. It's because today will be the official knockout punch for the Patriots. Once they lose to Buffalo, they'll be 2-5, and five and it's bye-bye. Bye-bye. It's over. 
Well, and I also think this, on Thursday Night Football, Troy Aikman was talking about how Matt Ryan is taken for granted. And I think, follow me on this one, if you compare the lack of criticism for Cam this year, two touchdowns, seven picks, and there are a lot of people, well, COVID, well, the supporting cast, well, this, well, that. Can you imagine if Matt Ryan was the quarterback for the Patriots? He had two touchdowns, seven interceptions, and a lack of talent to work with. Do you think that Matt Ryan is getting the benefit of the doubt? And I think well, that's a good comparison because you've got it is, two players what, that former MVPs right. made it to the Super Bowl, right. tough losses. There are a lot of comparisons between Cam and Matt Ryan, but there's yet one Matt protection. Ryan is scrutinized way more heavily than Cam Newton. Okay, but this year Matt Ryan has the protection of his defense because they've been blowing games down the stretch, not entirely all his fault. So there is a bit of a cover for Matt Ryan. But I'm with you on that. But he's got a little bit of a cover. Okay, he still gets criticized more than Cam does. Oh, sure he does. Oh, sure. Yeah. Can you imagine if Matt Ryan had two touchdowns, seven picks on his current oh. team? <laughs> oh my gosh, you'd never hear the end of it. Well. But it's oh, hey, back off, Cam. Let's settle it down with Cam yeah. over here. No, no, he's been bad. It's not a personal attack if you just say he's been bad. He's even saying he's been bad. He's putrid, not bad. He's putrid. He stinks. Telling you, that's what he does. Brian No, Andy Furman. By the way, it's his time, and it starts today. It's always his time for Brian Fenley, and he has the latest. Hey. 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 Hey, Dad. Hey, Brian. How's it going? And by the way, Andy, Dad, I do want my cowboy boots back. I know you've been wearing them the last seven days, but... You could give them back once in a while to Uh your son. Uh Uh, In Saturday's college football lineup, number two Alabama took a crowbar to Mississippi State 41 to nothing. Devontae Smith with four touchdowns for Bama. Clemson head coach Dabo Swinney revealing quarterback Trevor Lawrence will miss next Saturday's game against Notre Dame. Lawrence, who contracted COVID-19, has to follow ACC coronavirus protocols. That'll put him out. Third-ranked Ohio State nibbling on 18th Penn State, 38-25. Buckeye quarterback Justin Fields amazes with four scores through the air. Nibbling, huh? You like that? You know, just a little... Food for fodder, a little something different. Yeah, yeah. Not a blowout, a little nibble. Yeah, a little nibble. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Jim Harbaugh puking up his first loss of the season as Michigan face plants to Michigan State 27 to 24. Harbaugh mumbled after the game, quote, We've got to own the loss and come back and find out where we can improve. This is a high character team. I believe they'll do just that. Close quote. Texas sideswipes number six Oklahoma State 41-34 in overtime. Meantime, one Missouri player and two Florida Gators got ejected after a, a seemingly, it, it looked like, a street fight unfurled between the teams around the 50-yard line of their game at the halftime period as Florida ends up getting the last laugh, winning this thing 41-17. And Dan Mullen, I don't know if you guys saw this, but after the game was wearing, I think he borrowed Andy Furman's costume, the full (laughs) Darth Vader suit. And the way he spoke through the mask, it sounded just like Andy Furman's normal voice. In anticipation of week seven today in the NFL, one note for you guys. Wait, wait, wait. What week is it here, Brian Fenley? What what did I say? Week week eight. Yeah. I said no. No more week, week eight. Week eight. Week eight. Week eight. Okay. Week yeah. eight. Week eight. Well, you missed a week with us, so we give you a pass. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. 
Well, thanks. We expect greatness if you're Furman's kid. That's We hold you to high standard over here, Brian Fenley. He's that, got my jeans. What do you expect? I do. Yeah. I have your ripped jeans. Uh, and finally, <laughs> NFL Network reports the Minnesota Vikings are counting on running back Dalvin Cook to play today against the Packers. He was originally listed as questionable with a hurt groin. As I send it back to Brian No and my father, Andy Furman. Andy, by the way, Dad, I got into your diary last night. I had no idea that Mom actually proposed to you. I, I thought it was the other way around. I was proven wrong. She said she did it because she felt sorry for you. Really? I wow. had no idea I had a diary. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's there. I'll see you later. All right, thank you. See you in an hour. By the way, can you name the last time this happened? We're going to tell you in just about a minute. By the way. 1976. Well, it could very well be. He's Brian okay. No. I'm Andy Furman. And we want wow. to welcome everybody back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-NOTO. The only hard part figuring out which way is easy. And, of course, Bronx Talk Radio in less than 10. Two a time today. I know you're happy. You're excited. Rams to what? To what? To what? Come yeah. on, Andy. For you know how long I've been to waiting what? for this. To I'm sorry. What? I yes, know. I just ran you right off the road. Do you know how long it's been? You think about that Browns jersey and all those names of quarterbacks that stunk to the high heavens. You could have a Dolphins jersey with all these bums that have been under center since Dan Marino. I'm and you. I'm just waiting for a franchise Tua. quarterback. Just waiting. And I hope that we get some positive early signs from Tua, Tua today. <laughs> oh, you're Fingers out of your crossed. Mind today. I'll tell you, it's great. I'd love to see you like this. But I said the last time it happened, the last time I left the quarterback starter in the NFL, Kellen Moore, January yeah. 3rd, 2016. That's right. right. I'm excited. And you know what? You talk about Tua. I still believe without the injury last year, he probably would have been the number one pick in the draft. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Like yeah. Joe Burrow had an unbelievable season, but two and he's played well this far. You know, a lot of right. positive signs from Joe Burrow. Also, Justin Herbert, and I, I'm so curious to find out if Tua is going to play at a similar level or not. And I also wonder. My curious mind gets working here, Andy. Good. How much do you think? And this isn't taking credit away from Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert. Clearly, it's not. But I wonder. With this season being so uncommon and there barely being any fans in the stands, how much that helps a young quarterback? If that helps them settle in instead of being on the road and having like the raucous atmosphere. You know, I wonder if that helps you sort of slow down, calm down a little bit. So I think that's something that could assist the rookies. Make no mistake, it's primarily them hitting the ground running and they've played very well. But I think that's an extra, just a little luxury that rookie quarterbacks typically don't enjoy. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll go one step further. Let's forget about rookie quarterbacks, say rookies in general. Because I think a lot of these people are not used to playing in front of the crowds. Unless you play like at a Penn State, 110,000, or Michigan, or things like that, Ohio State. Other than that, you're not used to playing in front of crowds like that. Well, and and here's the deal, like... LSU, they play in front of huge crowds, right? right? Oregon plays in front of huge crowds. But you typically, like, compare LSU to the Bengals in terms of the talent (laughs) that Joe Burrow was surrounded by. And, like, at their respective levels. I'm not saying LSU could beat the Bengals or anything like that, because that's ridiculous. But what Joe Burrow had surrounding him and the teams that he was facing compared to in the NFL with supporting cast with the Bengals and who they're up against in the NFL, it's night and day. So when you add the crowd aspect on top of that, 
I think that's just another layer against you when you're on the road, and you'd have to deal with that this year. That's a great point. I tell you what, though, I talk about pressure on Tua, who now is the third big quarterback to start this year, following the success, as you mentioned, of Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. I think there's some sort of pressure on there, like saying that they did it, they can do it, I, I got to do it now because they've done it. I think there's pressure there, too. Well, there's always going to be the comparison game. There's no doubt. And I think that Justin Herbert is going to be the guy that Tua is most closely compared to because that's the guy Herbert is that the Dolphins could have drafted. Right. So if Herbert's playing great, and he's seventh in passer rating this year, seventh as a Daisy Fresh rookie, he's been getting it done. If Tua is struggling, and I mean, there are comparisons with Ryan Fitzpatrick, why did you bench Fitzpatrick? This is, again, if Tua is struggling and also the Justin Herbert comparison. So, yeah, if Tua isn't getting it done and struggles early, it could start to snowball because you're going to hear a lot of that stuff. But Hopefully, I don't see- fingers crossed, it never goes there, Andy. Right. I, hope, I hope you're right on that. But look, I don't want to see Fitzpatrick's face again with a helmet uh, on his head. I mean, good, bitter, and different. It's to his team right now. Let him take over. The only, feel, the only thing I feel bad about is that the Rams are coming off a short week. That's an advantage. The disadvantage is he's opening up his NFL career against Aaron Darnold. And that, to me, it's frightening. That could very well be frightening. But he has the ability to escape that. And we'll see the Dolphins maybe a run-pass option offense with Tua. We'll see what he could do. I, well, I'm looking forward to this. A couple quickies. Aaron Donald is a wrecking ball. He is unbelievable. We all know that. So that could be a, a problem for the Dolphins today. Right. But, um, you know, here's the thing with Tua. I've been hearing a lot. A lot of people are downplaying his athleticism. This isn't Michael Vick. We get it. He isn't some athletic phenom or anything like that. But they're talking about Tua as if he's Philip Rivers back there or something. Right. He's right. got enough athleticism to extend plays and make some plays with his legs. I would compare him, in terms of his legs, to a guy like Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson isn't this phenomenal athlete, but he gets. But it he's good enough, legs. he's athletic enough to make you pay with his legs. I think Tua can do similar things. It's just a matter of can he be consistent as a passer. That's the number one question right now. And we'll get our first glimpse today against the Rams. Well, I'm taking the Dolphins this game. The Dolphins have an advantage of playing at home, which is good, and they catch the Rams on a short week of rest. So I hope, I hope that Tua gets it done because the criticism is going to be, it's going to be crazy. If he has four INTs today, I, I told you so. He's lost. I don't want to see that. I don't want to hear that. You I don't think see, he's going to melt down no, like that. Either do I. And you want to see a complete body of work. You can't judge yeah. a guy on one game, but people do. That's well, the problem. Look, super fast. Ryan Fitzpatrick did two a no favors when he was right, benched, right. and he went on. It was just all about himself. Me, my, I. It was me, my, I. That was Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, I don't know. My heart's broken. and It's like, dude, you were the backup guy. You knew this going you in. You knew on draft day you're not going to play. Yeah. You knew, and he said it, too. That was what was so crazy. He knew, he knew that he was keeping the seat warm for Tua, and when he got benched, he still made it all about himself. So if Tua doesn't play well today, all that stuff about Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to come out. Like, why did you bench him? He had been playing well. Like, all, I don't think Ryan Fitzpatrick did Tua or the Dolphins justice. He turned into a me guy instead of a team guy. That was not a good look. 
Right. I, I didn't expect that out of him either. Brian No, Andy Furman, Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, their teams stink, but the arguments are super. So let's go there. Bronx Talk Radio is freaking next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Bronx Talk Radio right around the corner, about 12 minutes before the top of the hour. This is Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Ferber, but right now, let's go to the Bronx. Guys, guys, guys. it's time to channel your inner New Yorker. We want to hear all the irrationalities you can spew on the hottest topics of the day. Here's something we like to call Bronx Talk Radio. Hosted by the great Chris P. Hey, happy freaking Halloween over here, huh? What you got about Chris P? What's so great about Halloween or about me? Everything's great about me. What about you? Nothing. Let's move on. Let's move on. Wow. That was a low blow. What do you have at the top of the Candy Powell rankings over there? Let's see here. I like my Nestle freaking Crunch over here. I like my Heath Bars. That's good. You know, give me some Sour Patch Kids over here, you know. What about Kit Kat? You like Kit Kat? Uh, Kit Kats are good, too. I'll take anything, man. I don't, we don't freaking discriminate here in the Bronx. Snickers, Snickers. Snickers are fine. What's wrong with you? I love them. Okay. Frozen Snickers. Well, oh, I love those ice cream bars. The Snickers oh, yeah. ice cream bars. Oh, those yeah. sound yes. freaking good over here. Oh, yeah. Now nah, you just got to go straight with the with the only single freaking Snickers. You don't go with the Listen ice cream bar. Just a Snickers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why would you bemoan ice cream Snickers bars nothing, over there? There's Vinay. nothing wrong with the ice cream Snickers bar. Just put a freaking regular Snickers in, what the, about, in the freezer and well, you're golden. Hold up. Let, what about a freaking Snickers pizza over here? Ugh. 
Never had okay, that. Never hey, mind. Chris P., I can't believe my buddy Brian over here is eating frozen ice cream Snickers instead of the garbage he usually has, that, that fruit garbage. What are you yeah, talking you about? You mean, you I, love I love an ice cream Snickers bar over here. Don't Listen. you typecast me, Andy Furman. Uh, Don't you typecast me. Uh, okay, okay. All Listen, right. someone's going to, you know, he's going to find out real quick that sometimes I am the one who puts surprises in your freaking candy over here. <laughs> and I'm giving them directly to you, Andy Furman. Right, and no, it's not TH freaking C. <laughs> well, you know what? A man, though, you know what? Sometimes we get into the other stuff, too, in Halloween, but I don't get as dressed up as this guy over here. The man in Florida went way overboard for Halloween. His decorations outside his house was so freaking gruesome that the cops had to be called multiple times. Like, he's got a guy, he's got like a pile of arms out there, blood that looks freaking real as all get up. Like, this is a guy in Dallas and yeah. just. Wow, you should see the pictures of this thing. I saw one of his quotes over here. He said he was most proud of the wheelbarrow scene. Full of full of limbs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. where it looked Maybe like it was uh, someone was being dismembered and uh, it was like they were burying the bodies and it went wrong. And it's like, there, there are little kids in the neighborhood. What's wrong with you over here? He's a real one. Too much. It's over the top. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Something wrong with that guy. Well, something's too much is from, I, I just want to know how people thought this would go. So Nebraska, Wisconsin, you saw that got canceled because of COVID concerns, right? Not the postponed, COVID, canceled. canceled. Canceled because of positive COVID tests. Exactly. Correct. But Nebraska's radio network, they were feeling themselves a little bit on Twitter. They wanted to stunt a little bit. They proved they were tough guys over here. We like tough guys in the Bronx. They put out a poll asking if the tests were, were, were reversed and Nebraska had the positive tests, would they still play the game? Well, wow. duh, they wouldn't play the game because they're big. big 10 rules, you jamokes. That's a bad question. Yeah. You know, they'll be in trouble. They're going to get in a little trouble for that. Well, they got, they got in trouble in the sense that everyone on Twitter dunked on them and they were first forced to delete the poll when the results came back overwhelmingly no. Tomorrow morning, a little slap on the wrist by somebody, I'm telling you. Those, those big 10 protocols are no joke over here. No freaking joke. 21 days? We got 12 players over at Wisconsin? Think about how many of those are probably starters. We know the quarterback's one of them. Oh. And the way they did the scheduling, there's no break in between, so that's what it is. They got to cancel it and postpone the game, not cancel. Well, let me talk cancel, about one not more. Postpone. Let me talk about one more guy who might have gotten canceled freaking over here. Uh, be careful about what you've been doing on your jobs over here. So a state trooper in New York, he was assigned to the security detail for Governor Andrew Cuomo, uh-huh. and he decided he wanted to start dating Cuomo's daughter. Not oh, good. wow. Not All a right, idea. so okay. uh, Governor Cuomo found out, and well, wouldn't you know, new new assignment for this guy, he's getting stationed up near the freaking Canadian border. Oh. <laughs> you know, it's funny you mentioned that I was watching his brother, Chris Cuomo, on CNN the other night, and they asked him that question, and he basically said, yeah, he's no longer with us. Yeah, He's trooper, no trooper Dane Pfeiffer, 35, met Cara, Cara Kennedy Cuomo, 25, through his job as one of her dad's bodyguards. Now the guy is literally, you know how, you know, kids, you talk about, hey, I've got a girlfriend up in freaking Canada over here. Well, now she can say she got a freaking boyfriend up near Canada. Wow. Yeah. I wonder wow. if the Big Ten is going to do that to Nebraska. <laughs> Send them up to you know? Canada. Yeah. Send it up to the freaking Niagara Falls over here. That's yeah, right. You know. Yeah, You don't make your own schedule around here. You're going to be We're banished over business. to Canada, Nebraska. No. Probably get some good chips up that way. Bring back some all-dressed chips. You, does Canada have any special candy? I don't know. Are they known for anything like that? I'm not Probably sure. something in the shape of a hockey puck. Ketchup-flavored Milky Way or something? Maybe York yeah. Peppermint Patties came from Canada. Yeah, very good. I like that. Very good. Yes. 
You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. A win makes them number one, but they're hated. We'll get that in just about a minute, but right now it's time to say, wake up, America! Oh, man. Hey, 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 hey. Thank you very much. By the way, we moved that clock back. It's about 7 a.m. on the East Coast right now. It's that time. It is Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman, and we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, brought to you by Geico. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com. For a free rate quote. Now, my guy, my friend, my partner, the brains of the outfit here, the man who moves the, the moves the needle. He certainly does. He's my guy, the one and only Brian No. Hello, B. How are you? I am so fired up for two, two, two. <laughs> I hope it isn't a face plant today. Please, please, Andy, even just lie to me. Even if it's not going to be the franchise quarterback the Dolphins are aching for. Just lie to me for one week. Give He'll me be fine. Hope. He'll be fine. The Dolphins will win today over those Rams, 27-24. Two is going to throw two touchdowns and run for 87 yards. 87 yards? Yes. That's a lot of yardage. I know. Andy. I know. He'll do it. Well, he's going to have to run a little bit for his life. A little bit. <laughs> With Aaron Donald. But but still, I think it's going to be a great a great debut for him. A short week for the Rams. And also, the game is at home, which is an advantage for Miami. I don't know how many fans they'll permit in there. But still, playing at home is an advantage. And the travel cross-country is going to hurt the Rams, too. Well, to me... Not to get too in-depth, I'll just say one thing about it. I think it's a hard game to handicap, really, because it's still pretty early, and you look at the Rams' wins, they've beaten every team in the cesspool that is the NFC East and the Bears, which are the biggest, you know, propped-up, fool's gold team we've had in the NFL for a long time. With them being a one-loss team heading into the game last week against the Rams, Total fool's gold. Like, beyond whatever the next realm is, the next stage, the Bears are beyond fool's gold. They're nothing. They have not enough offense at all. But anyway, the Rams beat that team. They've beaten the NFC East and the Bears. And they lost to What do you really know about the Rams? I don't think you know a ton right now. And you really don't know much about the Dolphins because of the new offense coming in today. So I think it's a very difficult game, as you say, to handicap. But I do like the Dolphins' chances in this game. I think they're going to be fired up on the tour. Tua's going to go crazy today. The adrenaline's going to be pumping. And again, it's a home game, and it's a short week for the Rams. Well, hey, man, I hope you're right. We shall see. But you know me. I will be watching this from beginning to end. I might even be tweeting up a storm. And you may tape it and watch it again tomorrow. Well, yeah, I do the NFL Game Pass thing. I don't have to record anything. It's just there for me, right? Right. So if it's a good game, I might watch it again, the condensed version, you know? Right. Get the All-22 going. Let's get into film study over here, Andy. I'll tell you what, though, this game that we're going to talk about right now might be the game of the day, the Steelers-Ravens. And I said that basically if the Steelers win this game, I think they're going to be ranked number one because that that ranking in the NFL has switched over the last three, four weeks from the Steelers to the Chiefs to the Ravens uh, to Seattle. I mean, it goes up and back and it's back and forth, and I love that. But the Steelers are going to put a lot of pressure on Lamar Jackson today. And again, I had no idea that Sports Insider has used some data from over 90,000 tweets to come to the conclusion that... That NFL fans hate the Pittsburgh Steelers more than any other oh, team. Wow, that's really? un. Did you know that? I mean, that I had no make idea. Any sense. I don't buy yeah. that at all. I think, think it's the just, Steelers are more hated than the Cowboys, or, or the, or the no Patriots, or the Patriots. or the Patriots. Another good yeah. team. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, no, the Steelers are not the most hated team in the NFL. I think, I think this is a case garbage. of Sports Insider trying to bang their chest and find something to get their name out there and have a schmuck like me read about that, really. So, yeah, uh, look, I, I, I was like surprised, that. but I didn't think the Steelers were that. I, I know they're disliked, and they're disliked by people in Cleveland and Cincinnati, but I don't think they're disliked yeah. throughout the NFL. But no, I will say no, this. They haven't had the type of success that the Patriots have had. A right. lot of people resent New England success, and of course right. the cheating scandals along the way. Right. Do you think that? Imagine if the Houston Astros won five more World Series, and they were known for cheating in 2017. Do you realize how universally hated they would be? Like that's another level of hatred for the Patriots that we're talking about here. That's not where the Steelers are. I'm with you. I'm with you. And you know what? As far as the Steelers are concerned, their fans really travel well. You'll see Steelers fans. You watch games on TV. They're all over the place. They're in L.A. They're in Denver. They're all over. They travel well. Oh, it's a national team. There's no doubt about it. But today's game, I'll tell you what, Andy. Strength v. Strength. You look at that Steelers defense, best in rushing defense. The Ravens' best rushing offense in terms of yards per game. Like we always say on this show, something's got to give. Right. I can't wait to see the Ravens' offense against that Blitzburg, blitz-heavy Steelers defense. That is a sexy matchup right there. And I think also a reputation game for Lamar Jackson. I mean, he's the reigning MVP. He was sensational last year. But he isn't crushing it throwing the football. And I think the main game this year was the game against the Chiefs. He didn't play well, didn't throw for 100 right. yards. And I think if he has a stinker today against the Steelers... He's going to get called out a lot for this one. I, I agree. think it's a big game for Lamar. I'm with you right there. And I tell you, you know, it's funny because in a way, I'm happy that fans are limited this year because, you know, it's going to have that home field advantage. This game is at Baltimore. I don't know how many fans will be there, maybe 8,000, whatever it may be. But still in all, without the fan aspect of it, I think you may be able to see more of a true game. And I kind of like the Pittsburgh defense to really put a lot of pressure on Lamar Jackson. I think when they drop those linebackers back into coverage, it bothers Lamar Jackson. But the Ravens now, with that trade for Yannick Ngakwe, I think that's going to really help. I think that's really yeah. going to help the Ravens, who had a tremendous defense before him, before they got him. Yeah, and I also think the rest factor is a big deal. Ravens coming off of a bye week. You look at the Steelers, they've played, you know, they played a lot of games in a short span. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, they played the last three weeks. and They played against the Titans. That was a big game last week. So it's hard. This is uh, one of three straight road games for Pittsburgh. So maybe the wear and tear catches up with them a little bit. I think when Vegas puts out a line and you're like, whoa, that line stinks over here. The Steelers are undefeated, the last remaining undefeated team. And they're three and a half point dogs? Really? When you see a line like that, I immediately pause and say, whoa, 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 whoa. There are pyramids and skyscrapers going up in Vegas seemingly daily because of suckers that say, whoa, that's easy money, and it's not, you know? You know, B- Big Ben is having a decent year, but still in all, I think it's the defense that's pulling him out. And it's very similar to that Baltimore Ravens team that won the Super Bowl, that defensively they won the Super Bowl on defense. But you talk about an undefeated Steelers team at 6-0. and Should they win today, and I think they will win today, there's a good chance they're going to win their next three games in a row because it's Dallas, Cincinnati, and Jacksonville. Well, I would disagree with you that it's just defense. You're selling the offense short. If you look at what they've done scoring-wise, they haven't scored anything less than 26 points this year. Right. I mean, look at two of their last three games. They scored 38 points. 
And both of the, the games, right? The Eagles right. scored 38. Browns scored 38. Last week against the Titans scored 27. It was a stupid interception at the end of the game by Big Ben to give the Titans a chance. And he but threw he, three in that right. game. But I think the offense, they got balance over there in Pittsburgh. Well, they do, it's but not I'll like they back. only have defense and that's it. That's all yeah, I'm saying. I'll, I'll come back and say that, you know, yes, they scored 26, but who they score these points against? 26 against Denver, 26 against the Giants, 28 Denver's against Denver's got Houston. a good defense. Yeah, look, I, I, look, I'm not impressed with their schedule thus far. I really don't think they've been challenged yet. Today's a challenge. They were challenged at Tennessee, and they came out, and they were lucky to win that game, 27-24. But today's a challenge. Today's a real challenge. You talk about statement games, and I'm glad you brought that up because it's a statement game for, for both the Ravens and the Steelers, not only Lamar Jackson, but I think for the teams themselves to see if they're uh, true contenders or pretenders. Yeah, well, hey, man, it's a, it's a big game. And I also think this, Andy, I don't love the new playoff format. With seven teams, I liked it better with six. But there's one thing I like better about this one where you get one team in each conference that earns the bye week. So it's games like this. This is a big deal. If you want to get that bye week, I mean, the Ravens, they're really looking up at the other top teams if they drop this game also and they slide to five and two. Right. Right. You're looking up at the Steelers. You're looking up at the Chiefs. So it's a big game. And uh, I, I think that... Look, if you don't have to play that extra game, think if you're just a two seed and you lose out on that first round bye, you can get upset by a seven seed. Like right. You don't want to play that extra playoff game. You want to have that extra rest and avoid a potential injury. landmine. Injury. Like, injury right. There's so many things. Like That bye week is very valuable, and you get one team in each conference that gets it. So I think these games... They can come back to bite you. The Seahawks losing last week to Arizona. That could come back to bite Seattle for a first-round bye. Tampa losing to the Bears and Tom Brady for getting what down it was. That could come back to bite you when it comes to a first-round bye. So the Steelers-Ravens game, that's something to keep in mind throughout the entire season is you can't be dropping these games and expect to have as good of a chance to get that bye. You know, this to me is the game of the day. And I, I, I say the Steelers win. I think they win by three. But uh, who are you taking in this game? I, I think that you're leaning towards Baltimore. I have a feeling you are. Yeah, I'm leaning Baltimore. I think the rest factor matters. Um, I, I do. I like the Steelers defense a lot. And I think that they can slow down the Ravens running game. And then you put more on Lamar Jackson's plate. I think that's advantage Steelers. I don't want to make it sound like Lamar Jackson can't throw a forward pass to save his life, but right. that's just not his bread and butter. He's not a guy that's going to surgically pick you apart. So I I think it's a tough call. I'm leaning Ravens because of the rest factor, but I love that Steelers defense so much. To me, this is a stay-away game if you're thinking about gambling. I don't it's a heck of a game. One. But, you know, I, I know defense is going to be the primary – chatter of this game, but to me the deciding factor is the fact that the Steelers have a more balanced offense than than the Ravens do. And I think that's why I take the Steelers. Defense, maybe strength versus strength, and maybe one big play may change it all. But offensively, I think that the Steelers could do more on offense and have more weapons and more balance than Baltimore does. Well, I look at, yeah, I look at the Ravens offense, and the question I have is do they have enough offense? Right. They're 27th in yards per game in the NFL offensively. They're 31st in passing yards per game. And I've got the number one rushing attack, but 
imagine if the Steelers start to slow him down a little bit. The Steelers slowed down Derrick Henry last week to 75 yards, and that was a big reason why they were able to beat the Titans. So if they're able to relatively hold that Ravens rushing attack in check, do the Ravens have enough offense against Pittsburgh? It's a legitimate question, but this might be one of those old-school, lower-scoring games. Is that what you're seeing here? The total is 46-and-a-half. No, I think that's too high. I'm looking at the Steelers maybe winning like 2017. Yeah, it could be something like, right? It doesn't have that type of field. You bang out, drag yeah. out the, you know, slobber knuckle. Black kind of game. and blue division. Right, right. No easy yards, that it's type the, of thing. It's the kind of game you want to see snow on the field and just see the lines between the snow. <laughs> that's what you want to see. That's real football. Real yeah. football. Oh, yeah. I love this rivalry. Big Ben talked about missing it last year. And so he's back, and that makes it a lot better. Uh, we don't have, you know, Mason Rudolph or Duck Hodges under uh, center. We uh, can get Big Ben back there. I don't think his nose is going to be pointing east and west, like when Haloti <laughs> Nada hit him that one time. But I love Big Ben being back in this rivalry. It feels a lot, lot better. It feels the way it so should be with Steelers exactly. and Ravens. You're exactly right. He is Brian No. Get him on Twitter at the No Show or at Andy Furman FSR or better yet, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. That translates to eight seven seven nine nine six sixty three sixty nine. Bottom barrel betting in this hour, hour number three, the third big hour. Nose picks in that hour. By the way, it's time for a restart for this team. That's next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play another step backwards that's right around the corner he is brian no i'm andy Furman. about 20 past the hour on a sunday 
Fall back, baby. Fall back. We move the clocks backwards on the East Coast at 7.20 a.m. And, of course, we love having you here with us on Fox Sports Radio for Fox Football Sunday. And we're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studio. So, B, are you ready now? Are you ready? No, I'm not ready. Yeah, you're always ready. Of you're course always- I'm ready. Sunday, Why do you ask me two that? Two what? Two what? Two what? I can't wait. All right. wait for two okay. a time. Come on. There we go. I'm going to talk about the 49ers Seahawks. And I tell you what, just when you thought they were finding their stride, the San Francisco 49ers go down again. They're running back Jeff Wilson out. Wide receiver Debo Samuel out. I don't know what it is. Maybe they're allergic to the West Coast. Maybe it's the air. I don't. Maybe it's the food. I don't know what it is. But they just used, bad luck, man. That's all it oh, is. They've used a league high 69 players this year. That is unreal. So if you're an aspiring player that wants to play in the National Football League, hope. Hope springs eternal that you'll be drafted or signed by the 49ers because you may get a shot. You may get a shot. It's crazy how many injuries they have suffered. And Debo Samuel, you mentioned him with the hamstring injury. He means a whole lot to their offense. And just what he brings in the running game with those jet sweeps and end arounds and all that stuff, to not have his presence, that's a big deal. Kyle Shanahan loves to use Debo Samuel. Schemes them up, right? Get some easy first downs that way. So if you don't have that weapon, there's a lot more on the shoulders of Jimmy G. And so I want to see it's kind of stink versus stink. We talked about strength versus strength with the Ravens running game and the Steelers rush defense. To me, this is Jimmy G, who's below average, versus a Seahawks defense that is just a wreck. They are hideous. They picked up your guy Carlos Dunlap from the Bengals. That's right. going to eventually help. Can't and they'll play get today. Jamal Adams healthy eventually. But right. right now, they are a grease fire. So I want to see if Jimmy G carves up this defense, I think that's rock bottom. <laughs> but but here, here's a question Historically for you. bad so far, the Seahawks defense. Has. I know how in love you are with the Dolphins and Tua. It's a big day for you and also Miami Dolphin fans in general. But I'm just wondering if Jimmy G was playing under center instead of Cam Newton if there'd be a little more success in New England. I was just uh, thinking no, about that. I don't think much at all. Well, they, no, know, I don't think. Do you they, think they that have Jimmy no G is some difference maker with a no, lackluster well, they have supporting cast? Edelman's gone. They have no receivers. Basically, not Edelman, really, with, without – look, it's just not good. They're just not a good team. I don't think he'd have him. two touchdowns and seven picks. I didn't think Cam would either, but – I don't think that Jimmy G is putting up any numbers that are like, oh, wow, look at Jimmy over here. It's pretty good. Yeah. Like, not with that supporting cast. I don't see that. I think Jimmy's just a guy. He's just <laughs> your run-of-the-mill average quarterback. Well, you know, getting back to the Seattle game with the 49ers, their offense obviously covers for their lack of defense. So the 49ers have to keep it close. I think they can keep it close, but they're going to lose. But something has just irritated me, if I may. Something irritated me. Are you ready now? Well, uh, Je- yes. What is this about uh, Niners and Seahawks? I got a no, it's not. Here. I got a couple of quickies. quickies. Okay. Do the quickies. A couple of quickies here. Think about this, right? How stinky that St- Seahawks defense is. So they've already allowed the most yards through six games in NFL history. Right. <laughs> All right? And they've, they rank dead last in yards per game and passing yards per game. So, and it goes back to Jimmy G. I think that Jimmy G could actually be pretty good against the Seahawks defense today. Think about this stat, too. I'm bombarding you with stats, but one more. So, the Arizona Cardinals, they trailed by 10 points with three minutes to go last week against the Seahawks. 
and Arizona ended up winning that game. Teams that had a 10-point lead or more with under three minutes to go in regulation, they were, they've were they won 255 straight games in those situations, and yet the Seahawks' stinky defense gave up that lead. So I can't wait to see, banged up with an average quarterback, what the Niners do against that Seahawks defense that is atrocious. You know, I'm glad you brought that up. Before I go crazy over here, let's talk about this Cardinal game last week that they won in overtime, which to me was was crazy. 37-34, Seahawks losing at Arizona uh, last week. Mm-hmm. How do you explain, and to me, I need an explanation to this because I, I haven't gotten one. The coach of Arizona, Cliff Kingsbury, he decides to kick a 41-yard field goal in overtime against Seattle on second down. This comes after his Cardinal team had rushed for something like 40, 45 yards on just three plays against a defense that stinks with about three minutes left in that OT. Then he calls a timeout, and he made the same decision all over again. He was lucky to win that game. He would have been drilled. He would have been drilled if he lost that game. Totally agree with you, and it was shocking to see Russell Wilson throw three interceptions, and especially in overtime. Right. I'm like, oh, gosh, this is on a silver platter for the guy. And he threw a hideous interception to Isaiah Simmons, the rookie out of Clemson. So I was shocked to see a couple of things. What you pointed out with Kingsbury and then Russell Wilson, who is magnificent. I think he still is the leader in the MVP race. For him to come up short the way he did and to get fooled defensively, you know, you've got to give Vance Joseph, the former Broncos head coach, some credit. Schematically, we always you know, drool over Kyle Shanahan, what he does from a scheming standpoint. Vance Joseph coming up with a scheme that fooled Russell Wilson a few times last week. So props to him. But um, yeah, that's normally game, set, match with Russ. So I want to see how he rebounds. That's not great news for a banged up Niners defense that I think Russell Wilson is going to be a lot more locked in today after he had a very un-Russ-like performance against the Cardinals. You know, I'm glad you brought the MVP thing because I was like all over the place. As I'll get to the all over the place situation by Jared Ster- Sheridan, who sent me a text, uh, an, a, 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 a tweet, I'm sorry. Uh, we talked about MVP possibilities. And we and I mentioned, like, I threw out names, Russell Wilson. I threw out Lamar Jackson over the week. I threw out Josh Allen. You've thrown out a third I of the I threw out Aaron Rodgers. But right now, I still say <laughs> Russell Wilson may be the leader in some, in some in some regards, by default, he doesn't have much competition. Nah, and it was a competition nah, is falling by the wayside to some no, extent. Oh no, 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 no! You can't you can't change your colors like that, Andy Furman. Come on, look at Aaron Rodgers. Look at the type of season that he's having. He's having a great season. I, he's I had agree. seventeen touchdowns, two picks. Of for course, Lamar he's Jackson. a worthy candidate for MVP it, to be in the conversation. Mahomes has been sensational. Sixteen touchdowns, one interception. So, no, I don't think this is Russell Wilson by default. Russ has been over He's the been course great. of this season. Last he week has hurt been him. spectacular. Last week hurt. And, and there's still plenty of time to go down that road. Now, yeah. I've been all over the place with MVPs. I agree. that I'm just throwing out possible candidates. Now, Jaron Sheridan tweets us, and, he, and I'm going to read it. He says, Andy, you're all over the place. Five minutes ago, you said the Steelers might be the top-ranked team in the league. Now you're not impressed with them and their schedule. Pick a stance. Sta- Here's my stance, Jared. You know, God Uh-oh. gave you two years, Uh-oh. so why don't you listen, okay? My stance was that if they win this game today, they will be power-ranking number one in the Andy Furman League, okay? And maybe others as well. I think right now they're up there with the Chiefs 
and the Ravens. And if they beat the Ravens, they'll be number one. Seattle has fallen back a little bit. I like the Titans and I like the Tampa Bay Bucks as well as a top five situation. Impressed? No, I'm not impressed with the schedule. It's somewhat easy after today. Forget about the schedule. You can only play the games that are on your schedule and basically they're winning. And they're winning those games. They're undefeated. They're 6-0. And I said also, if they win today, there's a real good chance they'll be 9-0 with the next three games they play. So take a listen to what I'm saying. I'm impressed with the Steelers. I like them a lot. And I said they'll win today. Period. End of story. Sorry. Here's what I take away from that. When you have a team ranked number one in the Andy Furman League, (laughs) that is esteemed territory right there. That is what's on the line for the Steelers today. Forget about the inside track to the one seed in the AFC. (laughs) To be number one in the Andy Furman League, that's everything pales in comparison, right? I think that's what I take away from that. Well, I mean, look, if you're going to do some power rankings as we speak right at this moment, wouldn't it probably be Steelers, Chiefs, and Ravens? Uh, quickie power rankings. Yeah. Uh, I, you know what? After we get to Big B, let me do some crack research here because okay. I don't know that those okay. would exactly be my three. You got to look okay. at the NFC also. Okay, right? let's get to Big B. We'll do that. But are people really talking about this move? We'll explain that next. But now Brian Fenley is doing the talking with the latest in sports. Go B. Yeah, Dad and Andy, I can't believe you're not talking about this move. The Reds, Nick Castellanos, will return to Cincinnati in 2021. Did you hear this, Andy? Yeah, Bob Bobby Nightingale reporting this 21 hours ago. I can't believe you haven't discussed this on your show. This was not allowed. In an update that was given to me by your boy, Justin in Cincinnati. Just wanted to give you a Reds update there. Uh, by the way, the Minnes- Reds update? <laughs> what? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, you know, just having some fun with my father. The Minnesota Vikings will... You know how to good, get on his good side. Just talk Reds baseball. I you know. know. We'll, we'll, we'll go way back. All that nostalgia. The Vikings will reportedly welcome back running back Dalvin Cook to the lineup today against the Packers. He's been sidelined with a groin issue. ESPN finding out Saints wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders is recuperating quickly from coronavirus. He will return to the team next week and play Week 9 against the Bucks. In college football yesterday, Alabama wide receiver Devontae Smith left Mike Leash with ghoulish nightmares. Mack on a first and ten. Looks left, throws, man behind the defense. Devontae Smith, he's got it. Touchdown, Alabama on the left sideline. The iconic voice of Eli Gold, the Alabama radio network. Smith reaching the end zone four times. Number two, Bama took a chainsaw to the Bulldogs, 41 to nothing. Third-ranked Ohio State tranquilizes 18th Penn State 38-25. Justin Fields threw four touchdowns. Michigan State standing up to 13th-ranked Michigan 27-24. Spartans quarterback Rocky Lombardi put the game out of reach with his 13. Isn't that amazing? I think that's made up. Rocky Lombardi. You think Great about Rocky name. and obviously those movies and then Lombardi and what Is that means. Is he a boxer or a football player? I can't tell. It's a hybrid. Well, you're neither, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Andy wishes he was one of those. And Texas exposes number six, Oklahoma State, 41-34 in overtime. Sam Ellinger threw a 15-yard pass to Joshua Moore for the game winner. And Andy Furman's number seven, Cincinnati, blowtorching Memphis 49-10. to The Tigers had 29 carries for three yards. That was... 
in total Andy Furman's high school football stats. Back to Brian. You've become very insulting lately. I'm just going to say that, really. Well, I mean, I can handle it, but you've really been insulting. And you, I, I, I'll tell you something. I, I don't like it. You I know really what? don't like oh, it. You gave wow, it to yeah. me really bad at the last week's show, last segment. You can we really make peace? Did, yeah, we will. But I just wanted to say, Andy, as I sent it back to you and Brian, uh, that Andy, uh, you are much more photogenic when you do wear that clown mask and that polka dot gown see. that you did yesterday for Halloween. Thank you very much. I'll see you in an hour, my boy. There you go. Could he really be gone? Well, we'll get to that in just about a minute. By the way, we crossed the 50-yard line and what we call Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian Noam, Andy Furman, and welcome back, everybody. To the Fox Sports Radio Studios, we're brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. And, of course, B, you wanted to talk about the Brian No ratings, power rankings. Power rankings. Now, you had... The Steelers, the Chiefs, and who else at the top? The Ravens. The Ravens. Yeah. I would add Tampa. I like Tampa. If I look at the NFC, even though they don't have as good of a record as Green Bay or Seattle, right? Tampa has two losses. I just trust them more because they actually play defense. Seattle plays no defense. Tampa plays better defense than Green Bay. I like Tampa the most out of the NFC. Well, I got Tampa over Seattle. I got the first five. Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Baltimore, Tennessee, Tampa, and then Seattle. Wow. You got four teams out of the AFC, and then you get to the NFC teams, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, that's you like that's Tennessee why I more at. than Tampa at this stage. Yeah, I really do. Neutral yeah, field. I think. Yeah, I do like Tennessee. I like them a lot. I, I really. I think. I mean, Tampa hey, I wouldn't still... call you crazy. I like Tampa more. I like All their right. defense better, and I trust Tom Brady more than Tannehill. Um. Yeah. But uh, yeah. been hey, great. Look, man, He's been I think uh, with the top teams in the league, truth be told, I don't think there's a ton of separation. I think mainly it's about staying healthy and getting hot at the end of the year. That's really what it's You're about right. because staying healthy. I, th- key, I think we get seduced key. by what happened the previous week as if, oh, gosh, uh, Seattle. I don't know about Seattle after they lost to Arizona. It's like Seattle is right in the thick of this thing with all these teams, you know? I just think that we lose sight of what's going to matter most at the end of the year. There's not a right. whole lot of separation between the top teams. Well, I'll tell you where there's separation right now in this Dallas. I mean, I can't believe Sunday night's putting Dallas-Philadelphia on this on tonight. I, it's, it's amazing. Man, it, that's it really a candidate is. for it to be a flexed game, right? I, I mean, I don't get it. I really don't understand <laughs> it. Dallas. But here's the thing. I mean, we'd sum it up with a tweet from Bryce Valentine on Twitter. says, by the way, the real horror show is in Dallas, down at the stadium. After 25 years, the corpses of championship dreams are smelling a little ripe in the owner's box. So uh, he's right there. But this game to put on TV tonight – Look, I, I don't know. I, I here are a couple of things, Andy. Here's what I think. I think that Jerry Jones and Mike McCarthy are convenient punching bags this year. And look, Jerry Jones has made many mistakes over the last handful of decades. But this year, this specific year, this year right here, it's mm-hmm. injuries. That's the biggest reason why the Cowboys have a horrible record. It's just easy to say, oh, common denominator, it's Jerry Jones. Or, oh, Mike McCarthy, he stinks. He's not doing anything. Well, he's getting it's some like, heat. He's getting he's some getting real heat. He's getting a lot of Mike heat, McCarthy. but and and I'm not, not saying that he walks on water and he's blameless, Andy. I just think the criticism goes way over the top. Look at what they've suffered injury-wise. 
Starting quarterback is out. They're starting Ben DiNucci today. The third stringer, right. A seventh-round rookie who out of played, James Madison. Who played college football at yeah, James Madison. Really, come on. Yeah. I thought it was a high school. They're losing both their offensive tackles. Zach Martin missed last week against Washington. Their starting tight end is out. Their defense is a freaking disaster over here. And yeah, you can blame McCarthy for hiring Mike Nolan. And Again, I'm not saying he's blameless. But the main reason the Cowboys are so bad this year, it's not Jerry Jones, it's not Mike McCarthy, it's the injuries. Are we looking at Bill Belichick like he's an idiot now? I think there are a lot of similarities between the Patriots and the Cowboys this year. Look at the Patriots for a second. Lost Tom Brady. They're with Cam Newton right now. Like The Cowboys, they lost Dak Prescott. Look at the injury factors. You don't have Julian Edelman, no Stephon Gilmore today for the Patriots. They've had a lot of COVID opt-outs. Is anybody saying that Bill Belichick is an idiot and he's forgotten how to coach? No. Throw the Philadelphia Eagles, the team that Dallas is playing. They've been hit pretty hard with injuries as well. And the funny thing is, as bad as this game is on paper, a win today at Philadelphia for the Dallas Cowboys, they'll be alone in first place. They'll be alone in first place. It's a great point by you, Andy, and I don't want to gloss over it. Is anybody calling Doug Peterson an idiot? Or are they looking at the Eagles and saying, they're banged up like crazy? Like, are you looking at Jeffrey Lurie? Are you looking at ownership and saying, oh, that's the problem over there in Philly? You're like, no, they're they're banged up. I realize that all all teams have injuries, but not everybody is banged up to the same degree that the Niners are banged up or the Cowboys are banged up. Not all injuries are the same. You could have nine injuries and half of them are backup dudes or you could have your starting quarterback out and go from Dak to Danucci. Sorry, that matters. There's a huge ripple effect with that. It just right. seems and like you, no one wants to point to injuries because it's so embedded in you. Like, don't make any excuses. You can't cite injuries. Suck it up and play. And it's as if injuries aren't a reason why you stink so bad. It's the main reason why Dallas is 2-5. and five. And you talk about the 49ers. They've used a league-high 69 players this year, and no one's talking about the coach or the ownership or anything like that. And I think but the, the reason being is the fact that Dallas has those, quote, expectations, and those expectations are basically a fault of Jerry Jones. I mean, that's all he wants. He bangs his chest. He's always visible. You take you take 10 people on the street, nine of them couldn't tell you who the ownership is of the 49ers or the Eagles. They couldn't. And yeah. you know, really, there's no reason to. But Jerry Jones, he's all over the place. He's in the locker room after the games. Come on. What owner is in the locker room after ball games? Well, I, I hear you. That's another good point is... There's a reason why the criticism is much louder when it comes to the Cowboys because it's America's team and because Jerry Jones is so vocal and visible. And yeah, we're going to bang on them more. But that doesn't mean that the criticism is accurate. Right. <laughs> like, I just think that Mike McCarthy is such an easy punching bag. And what also comes into play here is panic mode. The Cowboys haven't won a Super Bowl or been back for a quarter century. It's a long time. 1995, that season was a long time ago. And I think what happens is panic sets in. And it's like, oh, no, here we go again. Another losing season in another year. We're not going to challenge for a Super Bowl. And 
McCarthy, he's the problem. He's the guy. Like, that's the guy. It's like, no, that's not reasonable. That's just and I hate emotion. to see him get fight. I hate to see him get the axe, but I think that that may very well happen because that's basically the way Jerry Jones operates. They want to win-win now. But I will tell you this. We could talk injuries all we want. Let's talk about the players who aren't injured, like Ezekiel Elliott. This team has bad security issues, bad yeah. ball security issues. Well, how many fumbles did he have last week? But this team is a bad tackling team. They have breakdowns yeah. on coverage. Their offensive line allowed six sacks against the WFT, and I'm going to tell you WTF. I mean, come on. Really? It's terrible. They're not a good team. The team on the field is bad, and the team in sick bay is there in sick bay. Well, I just think this, Andy. If everybody makes it about McCarthy, and I don't want to make it sound like, hey, you guys back off. McCarthy is unbelievable. He's the gold standard of coaching. No, I'm just saying the criticism goes a lot farther than it should. That's all right. I'm saying. I'm not saying he's blameless. Be. I'm just saying the point the finger is pointed at him as if it's all McCarthy or all Jerry Jones. It's just simply not accurate. Right. But if you look at uh, McCarthy and if it's all coaching, do you think if Bill Belichick takes over the Cowboys that all of a sudden poof, they're just winning games left and right? Well, it's proof. Name positive. your coach. Got, Put Andy Reid over there. Do you think Andy Reid is scheming up Danucci and he's just airing it out today against Philly? Like, come on. You got to well, be Belichick, reasonable about how much McCarthy should right. be blamed. And Belichick's a mirror image of Dallas with his injuries and opt-outs. It's the same thing. But That's what my, I'm saying. Yeah, right. It's just my, that my, that McCarthy doesn't have the resume that Belichick has. Right. And. and and that's the main difference. He doesn't have the six rings. He had one with the Green Bay Packers and a lot of regular season success. He's not a schlub. It's not and like he doesn't know Aaron anything Rogers. about football. They're banged right. up to the high heavens. That matters. Right. And look, here's the question I have. Does Miles Sanders, the running back, does he play for the Eagles tonight? I don't know. No, no. He's out. I think he's, he's out, right. So yeah, that's a big Boston that's a big Scott one. game. But Watch again, out for old Beantown yeah. Scott. I think but he's going to have a big game. That Dallas defense is a wreck. It's, it's amazing. Look, but if they win today, Dallas is alone in first place as we move on. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. It's called a game, but it's an all-out battle of wits, a real war. We call it bottom barrel betting, and it's all yours. Freaking next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Bottom barrel betting coming right up about 11 minutes before the top of the hour. This is Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian Noah, Andy Furman. And we have a game to play. Let's play bottom barrel betting. It's bottom. I thought you was late. You put my money to sleep. You go get my money or I'll put your brain to sleep. Yes, it is. And the key player is the one and only Vinay. Hello, Vinay. Ooh, boys. Boys, boys, boys. Uh-oh. We're getting tight here. Okay. Getting Uh-oh. spicy. All right. Uh-oh. Andy, one and four last week. Oh. Brian, three and two. Okay. Gaining ground. A game. Oh. Game for babies. Us, one game. Yeah. One game separation here. feel that? Here. Furman, that's me on your heels. <laughs> Just nip it. You're on my throat. Yeah. Not my heels. You're on my throat. 2014 and one for Andy, 1915 and one for Brian. Wow. Still close to Pivotal five week. I don't like that. We couldn't have planned it better. Pivotal week here. Yes. Yeah. Big right. week. Big right. week. But I need right. winning records for both of you guys because I went back and looked at it. When you both have winning records, I win my fantasy matchup. Really? Oh, okay. When one of you has a winning record and one of you has a losing record, <laughs> I lose my fantasy matchup. We'll do our best. So I need winning records from both of you guys. Okay. Because I'm, I'm, I'm tied for first place right now. But I'm losing ground. We'll do our yeah. part. So I need I need your help this week. So we we'll start things off. 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo passing mm. yards against the Seahawks over under of 290 and a half. Oh, wow, you that's won. High. You go first. Man, that's high. But that's a horrible Seahawks defense. You've put us in a bad position here, Vinay, with a very good line. Ah, man, I am gonna say George Kittle could have a day. What if George Kittle goes for a buck fifty? Right. Could he get the over? I, he could. I'm just. I have to take the under. I can't bring myself to take the over with Jimmy G. You know what? Here's a situation: bad defense, maybe playing from behind off the pass, but yeah. I still don't have the confidence in him. I'm taking the under. It's <sighs> a good line because if he you. throws, if he goes that far, he's gonna have about six ints. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that defense, right? <laughs> We'll see. That's a good line. I'm interested in that game more so now because of that line, Vinay. Good by you. Well, I, I try I try to give uh, good competitive lines in bottom that, barrel that's betting. That's a toughie. That's, that's a, a tough one. one. Well, hopefully you like this one a little bit better. 49ers running back Jamichael Hasty rushing yards against the Seahawks. 45 and a half over I got under. over. I got over. Over I on that I just don't one. know how many touches he's going to get. Well, he'll I'll get I'll take the under. Though. I know they have to give it to somebody. Yeah. But uh, it's going to be by He's going to get by default. By default, yeah. he'll get it. All right, moving on. We were just talking about Going with the matchup. big names today. I like <laughs> You got a good <laughs> chance already if this is your fantasy competition. This Vinay. is who I'm matched up against. I'm, I'm feeling confident, but you never know with, uh, with these. Last week, I felt confident and uh, got it handed to me pretty big time Yeah, up against Papa Bear. So moving on, we got the Cowboys wide receiver, Amari Cooper, total receptions against the Eagles over under five and a half catches. You're up, B. I'm taking the under. I just don't trust Ben DiNucci. So uh, I'm taking the under in this one. That Also, that Cowboys offensive line, 
I think Danucci's going to be under duress, so I'll take the under in that. On a normal Sunday, even with Andy Dalton quarterbacking, I'd say over. But right now, I got to believe Ezekiel Elliott is going to get that ball in his belly many times today. Hopefully, he won't fumble. So I'm going under. Going up. Way to ag- follow my lead. Going against JM, <laughs> former JMU. Uh, I think they're the Bulldogs. I don't I even know, I, man. I, I believe rule of thumb: if you don't know the nickname, they're garbage. Yeah, that's just that's James my rule. James Madison. <laughs> well, they're I believe they're a Division two team. So he might be the only James Madison quarterback ever in the National Football League. I'd have to research. No, that's that. not true. I don't think that you're right about really? that. Really, really, yeah, I'm betting the other way. We'll look into that. So we got two more to get to real quickly here. Chargers wide receiver Mike Williams receiving yards against the Broncos over under fifty and a half. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna go over. Was it my turn? I'm gonna go over. Yeah, it's your turn. I go over. It's a tough line by it you, Vinay. It's been receiver by committee a bit this year. I'm going to take the under. Pretty yeah. decent Broncos yeah. defense. You got Fulgham. You got all these random dudes, right? Keenan Allen there. I'll take the under on that one. Yeah. All right. And finally, how many times do the Detroit Lions get uh, to Phillip Rivers? Sorry, Over under. Go ahead. Two and a half. Lions uh, defense. Sorry. Sacks. Lions defense. Sacks. Over under two and a half. Um, oh, man. I'll take the under. I got the under, too. They got a good offensive line. Yeah, but yeah, Phil yeah. is a statue back there, yeah, you know? He's not, he get wasn't any that pressure. Bad. He's probably going he, down. Not that bad, really. All right, we'll see. This is a big so We got one disagreement. That's it? Oh, not bad. Not bad. Not too bad. Right. Unbelievable. By the I got way, two. we're going to tell you about someone who really is perfect. That and more right here on Fox Football Sunday. Coming up next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 They are who we thought they were. We'll explain that in just about a minute. But right now, it's time to say, wake up. Wake up, everybody. Wake up. It's that time. Yes, it is. It's 8 o'clock on the East Coast. We move the clocks. It is Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman, and we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. Brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate quote. Now, without further ado, it is my pleasure, my esteemed pleasure, to introduce not only my friend, but my partner, the brains of the outfit, the hardest working man in show business today, the one, the glue of the outfit here, the glue of this situation, of this whole business here, my guy, the one and only Brian No. Hello, B. How Apple are you? Apple Cinnamon. I'm great, Andy Furman. Glad to be with you here on a Sunday morning as always. I learned something from my idiocy just a couple of minutes ago, though. I was doing some crack research here real fast. Yes. I mentioned Travis Fulgham, which is, of course, the receiver for the Eagles. I misspoke and said he was on the Chargers, right? Um, And I did some crack research. Mm -hmm. I mixed him up with Tyron Johnson. Remember Tyron Johnson had a long touchdown catch against Tampa? I looked it up. That was his only catch of the year. He's got one catch for 53 yards and a touchdown. That's it from Tyron Johnson. The other no-name guy is Jalen Guyton, and he's got 258 receiving yards for the season, which is pretty good, pretty good. But uh, my boo-boo led to me learning something, that Tyron Johnson only has one catch for 53 yards. That's it for the Chargers this year. All right. 
Now, we talk about the third-string quarterback. You didn't sound like you were too interested in that. No, that's minutia. To me, that's a little bit of minutia. It really is. But it's it's great. I mean, it's great that you dig that hard to get that. I applaud you for that. And I respect you for that. And that's why I love working with you, really. But I think that's me, not true. I think you're trying to make me feel better. And you were like, thank you for wasting all of our time, no? No, no, I would never say I, Look, if you're wasting, I would say that. I don't hold back. You know me. I have no filter. That's just the way I am. I don't, I don't want to ruin your day because today's your day. It's two a day. And I don't want to see anything go bad for you on this day. Tua Tagliavoa is going to play today for the Miami Dolphins. you got your Dolphin underwear on, your Dolphin jersey on. Where are you going to watch the game? I'm just curious. I think I'm staying at the place today. Good for I'm you. I'm not venturing off into the world, you know? Good. I've got Good. the uh, direct TV on my computer so I can get four games at once plus the other games that are on local TV. So I get most of the early games. So I'll be, uh, I'll probably be posted up here at the place watching. I wish, ball. You, I wish you well. I'll be pulling for Miami too because I, you're my guy. That's why. But you talk about quarterbacks. We got the third string quarterback going for Dallas today, Ben DiNucci, a rookie out of James Madison, and our guy, you know, Vinay. I mean, you, you know, you just say you don't even have to ask. Just mention it, and he's right on top of it. And, and he says on this James Madison info because I said he may be the first and only quarterback coming out of that school. Our case is the Duke Dog is the official mascot for the James Madison University Dukes. Dukes was made the official nickname in 1947 and was named after the No, university. this isn't Minutia, by the way. This is... This is Vinay. This is Vinay's work. you got to praise <laughs> his work, right? Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm being a jerk. Go ahead. He was named after the university's president from 1919 to 1949, Samuel Page Duke. Mike Cawley went to JMU and was drafted by the Indianapolis Colts in 1996. C-A-W-L-E-Y, Mike Cawley. Okay, there you go. go. James Madison quarterback. Right. So there we go. And he's the guy. He's a good man. I took the over. It's not just Ben DiNucci, right? Right. I'm interested to see him play. I want to watch the guy play, see what he could do. I I think he's in a tough spot, man. It's a national... It's a primetime game. You got a banged up offensive line. It's right. your first NFL start. I think that's a rough ask. We know that the Eagles, they're 2 4 and 1. I don't want to make them out to be like an undefeated team or anything, but your first start with a banged up O line, I don't think it's a great mix. It's a pressure game. They win. They're in first place in the NFC East. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we move on. We got this game right now. I said, this guy's perfect. He really is. Will Lutz. For the New Orleans Saints has converted the most kicks in 2020. 11 field goals, 20 PATs, without a miss. Just ahead of your guy, Jason Sanders of the Miami Dolphins, with 15 field goals and 13 pats. How do you like that? But otherwise, we'll talk about this Bears game and Saints game because the Bears may be 5-2, and two, but they are who we thought they were. No offense, no running game, playing on defense, winning on fumes, and then they're going to go down today to the Saints. They are who we thought they were. Exactly yeah. right. That's right. And how about the week of spin control for Nick Fools, right? You go back to the game on Monday night against the Rams, and Brian Greasy said on the telecast, yeah, in the pregame meeting with Nick Foles, he was saying that he doesn't have time to throw the ball sometimes and that his head coach, Matt Nagy, doesn't seem to understand that when he calls certain pass plays. Yeah. And then it's been the week of Nick Fools like, oh, no, we got a great relationship. We talked it out. It's like being married. You got to talk these things out instead of letting <laughs> it snowball and fester. It's been a week of spin. But I, I think Brian Greasy was just relaying the message. You're telling me you can't see 
Nick in a pre-show meeting telling another former NFL quarterback, like, dude, I sometimes I just don't have time, and he keeps calling these plays. I'm getting blasted. I think that he just let his guard down, and he said a little bit too much. Yeah. I mean, even though with the injury, again, we talk about injuries, all these teams with, with the New England Patriots and obviously San Francisco, Dallas, and Philadelphia, you could throw New Orleans in there too because Michael Thomas, he's out. Wide receiver Marquez Callaway, wide receiver, he's out. Emmanuel Sanders, he's on the reserve COVID list. He's not going to play. So even with those guys on the shelf, I still think New Orleans is a better team than Chicago. Chicago may make it closer than it normally would be, but I think the Saints win by four. Well, hey, man uh- – Drew Brees has rebounded. That was an ugly performance earlier this year against the Raiders in a primetime game, and that stuck with a lot of people. But without Michael Thomas, Drew Brees has put together a good year. He had a good game last week against Carolina, and I realize it's Carolina, but their defense is better than many thought it would be this year. Drew Brees has rebounded. He's had a pretty nice season, all things considered, without his main weapon, Michael Thomas, out there. So I think the main problem with the Saints right now, it's not Breeze who's completing just a shade under 73% of his passes. Right. His passer rating is just under 106. You take that all day. It's the defense. So I want to see it's stink versus stink, right? The stinky Saints defense versus the stinky Bears offense. Who's less stinkier? And I would think that the Saints, they're probably going to get the better of the Bears offense today, I would imagine. Um, but it could be a low-scoring game, Andy. Bears play well, great defense, and they don't have a good offense. Well, the total they play is great defense, but if they have any weakness all on the defense, it's against the run. And I think you're going to see New Orleans run run down their throat today to open up that offense and make it multidimensional, and then Drew Brees will stop passing. And it's kind of funny. You mentioned Drew Brees, who now has like 11 TDs and three INTs, and passing percentage almost 73%. And I was talking about MVPs. We talked about Russell Wilson, obviously the oh, head of the man. pack. I never threw his name in. There, I never you, threw Drew Brees' name. Because uh, I, I think I he's think not his in the MVP is. discussion, Andy. Come on, really? I, I think he yeah, will be really. Moving, so. He's not well, there. No. Well, I think it's almost <laughs> too early to talk about MVP right now. We're at the fifty-yard line here at MVPs, but you know, if, if he rolls down the stretch, we'll see what happens. And I'm looking at the schedule for New Orleans. He may have an opportunity to do that because after today, they got well. Tampa Bay's be a toughie. They got San Francisco, Atlanta, Denver, and Atlanta again, then Philadelphia. They got Kansas City will be tough, Minnesota and Carolina. They got two tough spots on that schedule. Tampa Bay next week, and basically Kansas City. Other than that, they really don't have much of a challenge. Sounds like a lot of minutia to me, Andy. Oh, boy, here we go. Okay. Sounds like a lot of minutia over here. Um, Look, you know what's interesting to me is Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders, they both missed last week's game against the Carolina Panthers. Right. And if you look at that Saints offense, they've been putting up points. But that game against the Raiders, that still sticks with a lot of people. Um, like If you ask, hey, why is this offense not functioning the way it usually does? The main reason is Michael Thomas. He's so the there. point that I'm getting at is, it's weird how we'll reference injuries in certain instances. We'll talk about Michael Thomas being out. Or we'll talk about the Niners, how incredibly banged up they are. 
Right. But when it comes to the Cowboys, it's like, nope, it's Mike McCarthy's fault. <laughs> it's like, they're incredibly banged up. How do we cite injuries with some teams but not others? It's because just weird how have, that goes. Some teams have expectations. The Eagles have as many injuries as Dallas. They're going to play tonight on TV. But the point is that the expectations of Dallas has always been higher because A, they're classified as America's team. B, Jerry Jones is a blowhard. And C, more people care about Dallas than the Philadelphia Eagles. Although the Eagles have been to a Super Bowl way before the Dallas Cowboys will ever go back again. Okay, but you're just explaining the idiocy. That doesn't mean the idiocy is all oh, of a not sudden correct. good reasoning. No, it's you not know? correct. You're right. Yeah, it's not, it's not correct. correct at all. It's, stu- it's stupidity. It's excuses. And people look for excuses and they pull excuses out of their rear end. That's I think what they it's do. track record. Here's the deal, Andy. I think that a lot of times track record can cause you to think something that's inaccurate about the here and now. If you look at Jerry Jones' track record, it's not it great. Stinks. It stinks. Right? I know they have three Super Bowls, but that was in the 90s. It's been a long time since the Cowboys have had the success that they've desired. That doesn't mean because it's been true for decades that it's the main reason they're dysfunctional this year. You see what I'm saying? Right. right. Look at the Saints. Like Drew Brees, Sean Payton, they've got the track record. So... They're going to get, most of the time, the benefit of the doubt. And it's going to be, well, you've got Michael Thomas. He's out. So we've got to be reasonable. You understand? Like, I think that the track record sometimes, it doesn't paint the correct picture about what's happening here and now. Right. And it's funny because you look at the track record. Let's go back to Lamar Jackson at the Baltimore Ravens. I mean... He's expected to do so much because of his track record. And again, if he falters today with the Steelers, it's going to be a bad mark against his name. This is a key game for him no matter what he's done. You could take the MVP trophy and shove it because it doesn't mean squat if he loses today against the Pittsburgh Steelers because there's going to be a lot of rumblings about his play. It's almost like you mentioned this way back when, and it always stuck in my mind, the Russell Westbrook situation when he won the MVP averaging a triple-double. He had just as good a year the following year, but the point is he's been there, done that, and people expect even more. And it's stupid. Yeah. It's really stupid. Yeah, it's totally true. It's the what have you done for me lately syndrome. And it's, uh, I, I don't know, if you think about movies, right? If you watch a movie that's exceptional, that would be like Lamar Jackson's season last year. If you watched the second edition of that movie and it was basically like the first movie, a lot of people would roll their eyes and be like, we already saw that. You know? right, <laughs> it's right, it's right. crazy, the reaction in sports, but that's often the way it goes. The Westbrook thing, he averaged a triple-double for an entire season, and people were drooling all over the place, as they should have. It was right. extraordinary. He did it the next two years. People were yawning. They're like, because maybe people thought before. It's because I think that there are people who think maybe it wasn't such a big deal because he did it twice. You know, if you do something once... And yeah. it's amazing. It doesn't happen again. It's like it's like lightning doesn't strike twice, but yeah, it did with him. I think that's but crazy. I, I understand crazy. what you're saying, but here's the thing. The point I'm trying to make with Lamar Jackson, a lot of fans will yawn if you do something extraordinary a couple of times in a row. If Lamar right. Jackson was having a really strong season, I still think because he was so extraordinary last year, some people would just be desensitized to it. They're like, eh, whatever. You start taking greatness for granted. But his play has slipped, Andy, right? Like, that makes it even more of a, whoa, what's going on with Lamar over here, right? right? Exactly. If we get bored with greatness that we saw the previous year, we're going to overreact 
if the play starts to slip the next year. And that's what's happening so far with Lamar. You're exactly right. And we'll see what happens today. Look, this is a key game. I mean, people are going to laugh when I say it. that's a key game in his career and his somewhat legacy, in his early legacy in the NFL, because they're going to point back to that playoff game that they got bombed out. Really, I mean, this is not a right. good thing for him. Got to win. He's got to win. If you're a, a Baltimore fan, a Lamar fan, a graduate of University of Louisville, you're going to be pulling for him, and hopefully he does well. But I'll tell you right now, the Steelers are going to win that game. Just just the way it is. Because- well, here's the thing, Andy. Real fast, I'll say this. It's about the big matchups for Lamar. It's not about throwing for 275 yards and three touchdowns in week one against the Browns in what's turned out to be a bad defense. That's what he right. did. Ever since then, you look at these last four games for Lamar, he hasn't reached 200 yards passing. He had 97 yards against the Chiefs passing yards, right? So you talk about the playoff losses. You talk about the big games. This is another big game for Lamar and the Ravens. And we're going to be watching closer when it comes to these bigger stage-type games. So that's what's on the line against the Steelers. And that's what he's going to be judged on. That's the way it goes with quarterbacks. You're going to be judged for the playoffs and the bigger games. These games against the Browns and the Texans. You forget about stuff like that. It's about the big games, right? When the lights are the brightest. So we'll see what he does today. You're exactly right. He is Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. Get him on Twitter at the No Show at Andy Furman FSR or eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. That's eight seven seven nine nine six sixty three sixty nine. The aforementioned Brian No will have his picks. We call it No's picks at the end of this hour. But right now, today is his coming out party. We'll tell you all about it next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Is this risk worth the reward? We'll get to that in just about a minute. He is, in fact, Brian Noah and Andy Furman together. We call it Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. It's about 22 minutes past the hour of 8 on the East Coast. On the East Coast because the clock has been moved. Fall back. And I want to dispel a rumor. Uh, I'm going to speak for my partner, Brian Noah, in a second here because Grizzly Chief on Twitter says, was there any truth to the rumor that I was handing out cigars and my partner, the man I love dearly, Brian Noah, passed out apple cinnamon Nutri-Grain bars apple to trick cinnamon a, to trick or treaters last night I know I did not pass out cigars but did you pass out apple cinnamon Nutri-Grain bars apple no cinnamon. trick or treaters didn't happen over here in Oregon really? that's a really? good idea for next year hopefully when times are more normal to pass out apple cinnamon Nutri-Grain bars I wouldn't only do that I'd have to go if I was doing that I'd go like you know the big candy <laughs> bars remember I remember when I was a, a kid and there would always be that one house, and they're handing out like full-sized candy bars, and you were like, this yeah. is amazing. The Hershey bars, the awesome. full-size full Hershey's. Yes. Yeah. I lived for that. So if I ever do pass out <laughs> Nutri-Grain bars, it will be alongside a full-sized candy bar. So no kid principle. knocked on your door last night, or you had the lights out and locked the door, and you didn't want to answer it? No, nobody came by. Wow. Not a soul. We were hit hard last night here. Really? really no were. kidding. Yeah. yeah, I was out there. The trick or treat. I didn't hand out cigars. It's not a bad idea to hand out those chocolate cigars. Maybe next year. Maybe what I'll did you that. hand out? We. Had, my wife was great. She had like little bags of uh, items so that we wouldn't have any contact. We had a table outside, and the kids came with their parents, and we had a big table of little bags included in there. It was Almond Joy, Hershey's, you know, you name it. It was all in there, about five or six little items, and about 40 or 50 bags she put together. So they came, didn't have to touch anything, just pick up the bag and go. That's good by you. Bad call with the Almond Joy, though. That's not a good Halloween. I think there candy. was little sni- miniature Snickers, Three Musketeers, yeah. Milky good, Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, those yeah, are all, all that good. stuff. Yeah, all that well, stuff. Well, mini Kit there. Kat, you get the two. Kit, yes, right? yes, yes. It's good. Everything. Yeah, yes. It was good. Yeah, it was a good. I, night. I, I go thumbs down on Almond Joy, but uh, goodbye, you. Mm-hmm. I again, I just had a flashback to there'd always be a house with like a bowl of candy, like the self serve candy. No, I don't want to do that. For Bad the, move. With the Bad pandemic. move in non pandemic no. times. That's right, good yeah. for one kid who yeah. just says, "I found the treasure chest," and that's it. Nobody else gets any. The lovely Wendy was great last night. She had the bags all packed up. Uh, just self serve. Come on the table, take it, and go. That nice job by you guys. Very yeah, and well done. I had done. a mask on. Thank you very much. Now we move on. Now this game normally tomorrow night, I, I wouldn't touch it because the Giants stink. But it's the fact that the Bucks are playing, you got Tom Brady and and he's coming out party. Antonio Brown makes his return yeah. and debut with the Bucks. Now, good, bad, or indifferent. Uh, I know way back when Bruce Arians, the coach, was like, uh-uh. Uh-uh, yeah. we don't need him. Now it's like, yeah, he's all right. He's going to help us. Come on, man. You're talking about me taking a different side street. Come on now. Really? <laughs> well, look, it's been the week of spin control for Bruce Arians. There's no doubt about that. Because to your point, Andy, he was outspoken. You go back to March. He was on with uh, Tiki and Tyranny. And they were like, what do you think about adding AB? And he's like, no, not happening. Don't I don't know him. 
So, no thank you. And there were some other things that were said as well about him being a diva and all that type of stuff. And so, this was the week of booty kissing, I think, by Bruce Arians, where it was just, oh, he's been in the building. He looks great. In great shape. I think it's going to work out. And it, granted, he's got to spin it that way. He's in yeah. the building, so he's got to try to make it work. Um, I just think it's funny that it was so blatant that he's trying to spin things to be a favorable situation when he was saying the direct opposite before AB was on the team. That's all. Well, I got a quote here on a story written by Scott Gleason from USA Today. This is from Bruce Arians, and I quote, I think he's matured, and I believe in second chances. That's what he said, and that's basically the way we go. But there's a bigger story right there. Not only has he turned around and pivoted big time, Bruce Arians, but now we believe. Now we know who runs that team. Tom Brady. Tom Brady wants I mean, that says a lot. And look, I think the average fan doesn't care as long as the team wins and they're doing very nicely and they're winning. But the point is this. He's overruled Bruce Arians. He's overruled the general manager, uh, Jason Licht, on that ball club because they didn't want him. And obviously, when you say Arians knows him, sure he knows him because Arians was the offensive coordinator in Pittsburgh when he played there. I don't know about Jason Light, but I do know that Bruce Arians was outspoken about not wanting Antonio Brown. And there's no doubt that Tom Brady, for Bruce Arians to just lie through his teeth that, no, no, Tom didn't influence us on this transaction. Okay. All right. Please. We weren't born yesterday, you know? (laughs) But uh, I'm fascinated to see how this works. And I do think what you just said, Andy, there's a big difference between I think he's matured and I hope he's matured. I don't know how you could say that you believe Antonio Brown has matured. Like, how could you know that from a couple of times him being at the practice facility? How would you know if a guy is? Well, what was the last time you actually saw a player, any athlete on any team, who was like bad news and certainly turned the light on and became good news? It doesn't happen often. It really doesn't. I mean, the guy's a character. He's always going to be a character. But we've said it many times: talent trumps trouble. And this guy's trouble, but he's got a lot of talent. Well, yes, he does. And uh, make no mistake, Tampa is all in. They're chasing a championship, and this is the move that they made. I want to see what happens with his case here because he was accused of rape. And the trial date is between December 14th and 18th. Right. Now, we don't know if that's the timeline that it's going to end up being. But if you think just as it relates to football, what that could mean for his availability toward the end of the year. So they're taking a risk. Like, let's just say Antonio Brown, let's go glass half full and say that he's not a head case. He's, you know, relatively professional. He's not a me, me, me guy. And he's productive. Well, what happens when December rolls around? Who knows how this case shakes out? He, he might not be in the NFL. So they're taking a risk just in terms of the chemistry where, hey, he might be a diva. There's always that possibility. And there's the possibility that he's not a diva, but the court case causes him to not be available. And now you got to readjust. So there's a lot of risk adding AB. There's no doubt. You know, may I change my mind once again? I mean, I'm allowed to, I guess. I mean, but I, I don't think it's such a bad thing when you want to change your mind. When I hear the coach, Bruce Arian, says, Everybody deserves a second chance. I'm going to say, and I always was believing in that mantra. I'm not so certain I do anymore. I don't think a lot of people deserve a second chance. Obviously, he's not guilty till he's proven guilty. He's innocent until right. so. 
But again, if a guy's bad, one guy is not going to make or break basically the National Football League or any sports league. They'll be fine without Antonio Brown. And I'm not saying he shouldn't be there, but I'm just saying in general, I don't think everybody deserves a second chance in life. No, I hear you. It depends on what you did. Right. I don't think there's this magical, well, it's been a year, so it's time for your second chance. Well, it really depends on what you did in the first place. Right. Right? So I'm with you. I don't. I said that last week. I don't think that it's oh, automatically everybody, no questions asked. You get a second chance. It's like depending on what you did, no, you might not get a second chance. I'm going to go back in history, and I know we're running late. I'm going to hold on for Brian Fenley in a second. We, let's do this. I'm going to do this. They really stink. We're going to tell you who they are next. This guy doesn't smell at all. His name is Brian Fenley with the latest. Let's do that. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. The update. Go ahead, B. Big B. So right. weird uh, baton handoff to Brian Fenley over there. Your I son. didn't hear any music. Yeah, there we go. yeah. It it sounded very contrived and very forced. No, it did not. It's like oh, I got to give it. It's kind of like son. if this was the four by one hundred relay. You would instead of the running baton. forward and handing the baton. It's kind of like you reverse course and ran backwards as you gave the baton to Brian Fenley. I gave you know? every indication that we're going to have the update with him, and he just wasn't prepared. <laughs> Get your pants on. Let's go. Pull him. I'm not the guy that walks around the house naked with just cowboy boots on, Andy. That is you, and that is a fact. Week 8 of the NFL revving up today with a whirlwind of enticing matchups. NFL Network reporting Vikings running back Dalvin Cook is on track to return against the Packers. He's been bogged down with a groin issue. Broncos ball carrier Philip Lindsay is ready versus the Chargers after passing concussion protocol. Colts tight end Mo Alley-Cox will decide on whether or not he will play depending on how his knee feels in warm-ups. The Washington football team inclined to trade away quarterback Dwayne Haskins for the right price. In college football yesterday, number two Alabama twisting up Mississippi State 41 to nothing. Bama wide receiver Devontae Smith captivating with 11 catches for 203 yards and four touchdowns. Clemson quarterback Trevor Lawrence will miss next Saturday's matchup against Notre Dame. Lawrence, who's contracted coronavirus, is subject to the ACC's COVID-19 protocols. That'll keep him out of next week's contest. Third-ranked Ohio State slashing number 18 Penn State 38-25. Buckeye quarterback Justin Fields threw two games this season, six passing touchdowns, only seven incompletions. 13th-ranked Michigan flounders to Michigan State 27-24. Good work. You like that? Yes. Awesome. That same MSU team, though, lost to Rutgers a week prior. Texas, yeah, that really is face planning for sure. Texas discredits number six, Oklahoma State, 41-34 in overtime. Sam Ellinger with a 15-yard touchdown pass in OT to seal it for the Longhorns, all but dashing the Cowboys' hopes of making the college football playoff. Now back to the smooth-talking Brian No and the captain of clowns, Andy Furman. Thank you very much. Have a great day. We'll see you later. By the way, they need a reset. We'll get to that in just a minute. Are you going to backhand your son one of these days? You know? I could Learn take. you some respect here, boy. <laughs> right? I'm going to smack you from here to tomorrow. <laughs> I could handle it. There we go. By the okay. way, he is Brian No. 
the smooth talker. I'm the clown, Andy Furman, and we roll along right here. And by the way, welcome back, everybody, to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by Geico. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO, the only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. And, of course, we have those picks in less than 10 minutes. Let me close this thought, if I may. We talk about does everybody deserve a second chance. I'm going to go back in history. History is a great teacher. And a lot of people may not know this. I think it was back in the 60s. I remember I don't, you know, I was a tyke at the time. But Paul Horning and Alex Karras were suspended for a yeah. season by the, by the NFL for what, working in a casino? Gambling. Uh, gambling, but working in a casino as well, I believe. And, and they were suspended for a year. They gave a second chance. To me, that is, that's hogwash on today's standards because every team is sponsored by a gambling outlet. I mean, when you think about Andy, it. But come on, that's a different day and age back I, then. I, I, I understand it, but they got, they got their second chance. Today it would have been a nothing. It would have been a blip on the radar. But still in all, with this Antonio Brown is an alleged rapist, I don't know. And if he's, get, if he's a guilty charge on him right now, how does he play in a game and then get a guilty? I just, it, it's wrong. Well, that's the thing me. is, here's the thing, Andy. I'll say this real fast is if he's guilty, he should never play again. Right. That's where I would disagree. Like everybody deserves a second chance. No, not everybody does. He should be done if he's guilty, but he's innocent until proven guilty. So here's the thing. If he does turn out to be guilty, Tampa, it's going to be like, what were you doing, Tampa Bay? And it's like, look. He's innocent until proven guilty. Correct. So I don't think that Tampa, based on allegations, is doing something wrong here. Just based on those specific allegations. Oh, yeah. They're they're free and clear right now. Yes. But I think that if it turns out where, let's just say he's guilty, that's the way it's ruled. Bye-bye. People are going to circle back and be like, Tampa, what were you doing? As if everybody knew that beforehand. No. No, I'm with you. You know, you're exactly right. You know, we, we got something even more serious than that. I don't talk about the NFC and the NFC East because we're coming around the second, what, the second half of the 2020 season. There is not a team in the NFC East that is even mediocre. The best team in the division, Philadelphia, they're 2 4 and 1. And, and I hate to use the word best, but they're 2 4 and 1. Second place, yeah. WFT, 2 and 5. Third place, Dallas, two and five. Fourth place, the Giants, one and six. And the highlight for them was in their quarterback, Daniel Jones, had a clear path to the end. I could have made it to the end zone. He tripped, he fell, he flopped, and no one touched him. So that that's the story of the NFC East right now. I don't Terrible. know that you would have made it, Andy, but I put my money on you not tripping right. the way he did, right? Thank yeah, you. I would do that I only much. trip over my words, not my feet. No, no, no. no. You're a pro. You're a pro. You're an audio Pro over here, but here's the thing, Andy, with you setting up this scene with the NFC East, I think it's a punishment to win the division this year, and that doesn't mean I think all teams should tank and try to lose on purpose, but I think that winning is actually a bad thing. Yes, I'm saying that because do the math on this one. What are the chances that whoever wins this horrible division is going to have this deep playoff run? Those odds are slim to none. Right. So really, you're just going to get a lower draft pick. You've got the 12 teams that make the playoffs. They're at the bottom of the NFL draft, right? Mm-hmm. So you are, at minimum, the 21st pick if you make it to the playoffs and you win the NFC East. Minimum. So look at the Cowboys right now. They're number eight. They've got the number eight pick at this stage. Washington right. has the number nine pick right now. If either of those teams somehow win this division, and they're both in striking distance, they plummet from a top 10 pick to 21st overall at minimum. 
Like I, I don't, to, for what? To get your teeth kicked in, most likely the first game of the playoffs. Right. I think no, it's you, a bad thing to win the I, division I, this I'm year. I'm with you. I'm with you a thousand percent. You know what's sad? Every team in this division has won the Super Bowl, most of them multiple times. Eagles won their first Super Bowl just a few years ago. Even Washington, they won a bunch of Super Bowls. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. It's amazing how fast this t- this division has gone down. Just sunk. Sunk to the bottom. Although, the Sunday night, it's embarrassing to have the Cowboys and the Eagles tonight on TV. That's number one. But number two, if Dallas wins that game, they're in sole possession of first place. Yeah, it's crazy, man. <laughs> it's wild how it's working out. But I think it's such a punishment um, draft-wise. You know, that's where getting the playoff invite, I think it can actually be a bad thing. And look, I, like, these players that are playing right now that are employed, they're not going to try to lose. They might not even be on the team next year. So they're not going to put bad tape out there for the rest of the teams in the NFL. They're going to do everything that they can to win, and they absolutely should. Right. But if you're looking at it from an organizational standpoint, if you're the GM, like really, in the moment of truth, do you think each GM for these NFC East teams is going to be psyched about winning the division or getting a top 10 pick? I mean, it's oh, getting a top 10 pick the for 10, sure. They the pick. Of course they do. And, you know, it's funny. I, I'm not here to, to make waves. Well, maybe I am. But but I'm here to like make constructive criticism at times. Maybe. Maybe what the NFL should do is to balance the, the structure of power by moving teams from one division to another dependent upon their record. For example, you look at the AFC North. You got the Steelers six and zero, Ravens five and one, Browns five and two. That's pretty well balanced and it's tight. And the NFC West, I mean, move some of those teams around. I mean, no. obviously, you talk about the you can you could do that. You know, no. in, the, in the English Premier League in soccer, they get the worst team, they move them down, the, and, and when that team moves up, you could do that. I mean, it's tough for the rooting interest. I know tough for no. schedules. I know that. No, but maybe it's the only thing you could do. Thumbs down. Right Thumbs now. down on this idea, Andy Furman. Okay. I strike okay. it down. T- tell me why. Tell me why. So you want to do it during the season? Oh, no. No, okay, no. Before the season. So you're just going to move things around so it's more competitively balanced? Like, yes. Think about the ramifications of travel and all the nightmares oh, of scheduling. And, no, it's that's not, that not happening. They play and to get week. it right, to be... Like, there are things that are unforeseen that happen every single year where teams that you think are going to be good are bad and vice versa. Like, even if you move all this stuff around and screw up rivalries and all that, it 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 might not even work out to your benefit. Oh, you're right. You're exactly right. You can still be unbalanced. You get injuries like you have this year, which can really affect teams, right? You're right. And and I think there is something to be said about having some teams in their corridor, you know, as far as East remains East. You have to do that. I mean, it's ridiculous to have Seattle in the East. Can't do that. Are you willing to apologize for that idea here, Andy? Well, not not entirely. (laughs) Not not entirely. I go, uh, no, thumbs down on that. Look, man, some divisions, they have bad years. Right, you're uh, right. So the NFC East is just uncommonly hideous this year. There's no reason for, you know, 2021 realignment, and then we'll revisit that in 2022. Just leave it as is, man. Yeah, you know? and it's better for record keeping, it's so much better to leave it the way it is, too. Yeah, yeah. We'll leave it the way it is. Brian, yeah. no, Andy Furman, we're leaving it as it is. It is Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio, but this record will never, ever be broken. We'll tell you all about it next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. 
Nose picks in less than 10 minutes. Right here coming up on Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. Less than 10 minutes. There's not 10 minutes left in the show, Andy. Well, it's less than 10 minutes. In about 30 seconds, but I said, this is less than 10 minutes. There we we'll go. We'll do it live. By, by the way, top of the hour, 9 o'clock on the East Coast, which is about 10 minutes from now. Mike Harmon, LeVar Arrington will join you. Get him on iHeartRadio. Got that iHeartRadio app, Sirius XM 83. And, of course, many of these same Fox Sports Radio affiliates. And now it is, in fact, less than 10 minutes. So it's time for Nose Picks. Are you ready for it? Sparky, here's the deal. Are you in desperate need of gambling insight? Do not fear, for Brian No is here. Yes, yes. And now the time has come for No's Picks. All right, Andy Furman, I uh, I am very happy to let you know that it's been a long time coming. Three and I've struggled out of the gate, but it is the return of 3 and 0 oh, no that is right undefeated uh, week last week my friend so i am looking to ride the wave of momentum into week 8 over here right and and before we get to week 8 you you had the audacity andy <laughs> Furman, yeah. to disagree with one of my picks. We go back to last week. Listen to the outright disapproval by you. Cowboys at Washington. Think about Dallas's offensive line is banged up. You got a strong defensive line. Right. I don't think Dallas is going to score many points. And Washington's offense stinks. How many points are going to be scored in this game? Give me the under 45. Uh, All right. You're wavering a little bit. Listen to I'm that sick. sound of sound disapproval. Like the, the groaning. Uh, uh, yeah, right? Okay. Like, we'll uh, see if we get approval this right. week. Maybe okay. you've learned your lesson, Andy Furman, to not go against these picks. All right? I have to go with the timeout. I'm going with... The Bills. I'm laying the four and a half. It's just the Patriots. It's the mystique of Belichick and the Patriots. If you look at this roster, they've got injuries. No Julian Edelman. No Stephon Gilmore. The offense stinks. Thumbs up. Yeah. And they got Cam Newton. He stinks. And Cam Newton. I'll lay the four and a half. Give me the Bills. Thumbs up. I'm going to take two overs over here. We went with two unders last week. Two overs this week. Uh Raiders at the Browns. The total's 48. I don't like either defense in this game, and both offenses are pretty good. I'm going to take the over 48. You like that? Uh, yeah, I do. I tell you what, I like the Browns scoring, uh, even though Odell's <laughs> not going to be there. I like that they score about 33, 35 points today, the Browns. Uh, okay, yeah, you got yeah. the over easily if that's the case. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm still no, hearing like a little bit of... Thumbs up, thumbs yeah. up. No, thumbs right. up. I'm just Passive double approval. checking. Okay, last one here. The total's 53 and a half. That's a high total. But Niners against the Seahawks. The Seahawks defense is horrible. It's historically bad. They've given up the most yards in six games. The most ever to start a season. What do you got, 63? 53 and a half. And you look at Russ. Their running game, you got a lot of running backs banged up. So Russ has got to cook against the banged up Niners defense. I'm taking the over. Way over. I like this. I like it a lot. Seahawks score about 34, 35 points. About 34, 28, 34, 30 to score. There we go. Approval by you. That's all that I care about. I got it. I'm in. It's that time, Andy Furman, to go your own way. What do you have I'm going my own way. This is a record that will last for eons, for the ages. A Colorado man, he broke a Guinness World record when he ran a mile under five minutes, 
while pushing his one-year-old son in a stroller. Unreal. Andrew Voss, 34 years old, of Broomfield, took to the track at Broomfield Heights Middle School while his son Brody rode in the stroller in front of him. Voss said he became interested in the record after learning it was five minutes. He finished a single-mile run with a time of four minutes, 57.1 seconds, enough to take the record. How do you like that? Great record, great ingenuity, great creativity. Okay, I got a couple for you here, Andy Furman. A combo platter, if you will. Combo. The McRib will be back at McDonald's. It's been Good. gone Good. for eight years. It'll be back appearing on menus on December 2nd. Good. Fun fact, I've never had one. Have you? Have you gotten down with the well, McRib? They don't come McDonald's? in apple cinnamon, that's why. <laughs> I'm going to experiment this year. Right. First cinnamon. year, I'll have one. How about this? From Orlando, Florida, a pregnant woman. She didn't let labor stop her from casting her vote. That's right. She I went like into that. labor. She refused to go to the hospital until she voted. A so true good patriot. by her. A true patriot. Yeah, she was practicing her Lamaze breathing while she was in the parking lot. They ran out, got her the the ballot and all that. I'll tell you this. I can't wait for Tuesday just so these voting ads will end. Oh. I get it. It's important to vote already. Get out of my face. Last one. Yes. 104-year-old woman from Denmark. She wanted to visit her family. She got into a helicopter and made the trek 108 miles to see her son and grandchildren. Love it. Goodbye, her. Love that. Our time is up. Thank you for yours. We'll see you next week. Enjoy the games. Go Tua! 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 You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.